0: Okay. Is it time? It's showtime. Well, not everybody. Don't forget that the Deer Pass Nation podcast is an association with Rayroad.com and the Dean Blendell Network at DeanBlendell.com. We are sponsored by the Newsbreak app. Support the Deer Pass Nation channel. Download that free Newsbreak app from the link that we left in the description. Newsbreak app is a dynamic app that uses your geolocation to collect all of your local news all in one place. Help out the podcast. Get yourself a great app today. Straight up, people. When you download the app from the link I left in the description, I get a direct kickback. But it's a great app. Uh, I also do some content over there. Uh, Here's what we'll be discussing today. Where does the newly retired again, Rob Gronkowski, rank all-time? and uh, he did it again of course waited till rosters were set and they didn't know what to do with his salary cap and then he retired want to talk a little bit about the 49ers will Trey Lance overcome the adversity that he's been facing in the 2022 season Uh, his coach says he will and uh how good is Patriot Safety Kyle Duggar? Guys, download the Dear Passage podcast every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Astro, Google Podcasts, com, and com. You can also catch it live every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, uh, yeah, get your hands on some DPN merch. For those of you watching video, you can get a shirt just like this. And uh, check it out. Link in the description. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ray Rout. I'll be your host today. I will be joined by my co-host, producer Mike. We're going to have our regular Buffalo Bills guru, the table jumper himself, Mario, from Hashtag Sports. At the half hour mark, we will be joined by Ryan Lindley. For today's ask the expert segment, Ryan is going to let us ask him stupid questions about being a private investigator. With that being said, let's get this show started. What's going on, fellas? Producer Mike, Mario, how are you?
2: What's up, man? I was digging the music, bro. I
0: know it's rocking, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's fucking rocking. All right, boys, I got to talk here. I Stay apolitical. Do I not, Michael? Oh, you try to. At least live on air. <laughs> you and I have separate conversations, but on air, I stay apolitical. I don't even know if this oh, is political. Absolutely. But I have to address some stupid people stupid Canadians in my beautiful country, and stupid Americans in your beautiful country. Because I need to explain something to some people. There's a debate happening right now in the United States of America. You guys may be aware. Gun control. We addressed gun violence a few weeks ago. We stayed out of the gun control argument. Somehow, the gun control debate in the United States has spilled over to Canada. Some Canadians arguing it, but Americans weighing in on Canadian gun laws. And Joe Rogan, you guys ever heard of Joe Rogan? I think he has a mild following, right? Yes. yes, (laughs) Not quite as big as ours, but he has a following. Well, he found out yesterday that we don't have the rights. Sorry, no longer have the rights to bear arms in Canada. (laughs) Trudeau has taken away the guns. Because we do have a temporary ban on on, uh, handguns. You can still buy hunting rifles and that type of thing, right? However... Um, and then I've been watching Americans and Canadians, and that's more disappointing to me than the Americans. But Mike and Mario, you guys are both from the United States of America. I have to tell you guys something. You you now you both educated people, Mario. You're a teacher, Mike, IT. Gotta be smart to be in those roles. I'm not sure if you're aware of this though. Canada is a completely separate country. From the united states of america like we have our own laws that we follow here we pay our own taxes we uh joe biden is not my my president like i didn't know like i'm uh, not sure if you guys were aware of that so first of all canada in its existence has never had the right to bear arms or use guns in self-defense ever um this isn't new and I look at like the Americans are like outraged right now that we've now been put in this vulnerable position for the last 200 years (laughs) of not being able to own these guns. And I'm like, okay, different country, but it's the fucking Canadians that are just finding out for the first time that are upsetting me. The Canadians wearing make America great again, hats, right? Again, I'm not getting into that political piece. I just, I have to explain to them that, Trump, Biden, Obama, Bush, never been our presidents. But I'm tired of this way. And here's the other thing too. If I hear another Canadian say it's a it's 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 in our Charter of Rights. Or not our Charter of Rights. It's in our, um, what the fuck? Constitution. It's in our Constitution. Just so everybody knows the Canadian Constitution was written by the British in 1867 and it's only partially written. All, like, the rights and all that kind of thing is from the um the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. We don't follow a fucking constitution. Our constitution is what, like, gives guidance to how our government is made up. But, like, our rights and all that type of shit isn't fucking... Con- isn't- so there's nothing unconstitutional because we don't have a fucking constitution. Again, maybe the U.S. thinks we have the same constitution as them and we follow it. But that's fine. But the Canadians disappoint me. But then, I see this clip from Fox News. Now, Michael, you know I hate the left. Mm-hmm. Hate them with a passion. Yes. You sir. also know I hate the right. I hate the fucking middle. I hate anybody who has political anything. He's a hater. I'm a hater. <laughs> but I'm watching Fox News today. The same Fox News, by the way, that just two weeks ago applauded, applauded when the Supreme Court overturned uh, Roe versus, I want to say Wade. I don't know why Wade. It's not. It's Roe vs Wade, yeah. Yeah, Roe versus Wade and outlawed abortion. They applauded it. Freedom for the country by outlawing abortion. Today, they found out that Justin Trudeau is banning plastic straws in Canada. Something, by the way, that's been happening for the last three years. So it's not new news. Like, it's been happening for three years. If you go to McDonald's here, it's paper straws.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: They're awful, by the way. They're awful.
0: Fox News Today claimed that we now have a full dictatorship in Canada. No guns, no plastic straws. We're done. The news organization that believes abortion should be outlawed, freedom of choice should be outlawed. Freedom of choice should be outlawed. I'm not sure if they know what the definition of dictatorship is, but freedom of choice should be outlawed. Says that we are now in a full fledged dictatorship because we've banned plastic straws. Uh, One of the worst products for the environment by the way just so everybody knows and global warming sucks it's fucking food supply it's fucking a lot of things but again three years it's like the United States is discovering Canada for the first time they're like oh I thought it was just fucking Rick Moranis and Jim Carrey I thought you guys had this country of 12 actors that just came down every once in a while I don't give a fuck what you guys do with your guns, with your straws, with your anything. Give straws to seniors and, and guns to minors. I don't really give a fuck. It's your country. Do as you please. But please, stop weighing in on my country. When you clearly... It's not even like you do have a strong opinion. You know fuck all about our country. We are not the United States of America here in Canada. Gentlemen, thank you. I just needed to get off that my mic- It's just been building the last few days. And that wasn't just directed towards the stupid people in the U.S. That's directed towards the stupid people in Canada as well. Because there are stupid people talking about our constitutional rights when we don't have a fucking constitution. Our constitution is half written. And it was written by the Brits. We still have British accents when our constitution was written. So, nice. thanks, fellas. Now that I've pissed off all the U.S., where do you guys rank Rob Gronkowski all-time amongst tight ends?
2: (laughs) Well, I just wanted to add, I I was confused because I thought that the U.S. version was the right to bear arms and the Canadian version was the right to arm bears. So, I'm sorry about that, guys. You guys got a few more up there than we do. I love your dad anyway.
0: jokes. I love your dad jokes. By <laughs> the way, I'm not even scared of fucking bears. I'll fight a bear. It's the, <laughs> it's, it's the Canadian geese you got to watch for up here because oh, those things
3: are awful. They'll
0: fuck you up, man. What? Yeah, is, they're awful. There's this dude on TikTok, a Canadian guy. What the fuck he call them? Ninja pigeons. That's what Ninja he calls pi- <laughs> them. Satan pigeons. That's what he calls them. Satan pigeons. It's, oh, dude, fuck. Um. Okay. So Rob Gronkowski retires yesterday as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Doesn't mention New England Patriots. Whatever. Um, didn't. I, I made my, Ooh. however, he did mention it, his first retirement. So I wasn't yeah. actually that upset about it. Um, I made an official statement yesterday and <laughs> said, uh, we put on, we put on the business account at, uh, Ray route web, uh, Rob Gronkowski is officially retiring. Here is Ray route statement. And I put out a gift that said, "Who?" that was my official response. Okay. Um, dolphins fans are the most upset with my hate for Rob Gronkowski. It's amazing. Like, I get called out by Dolphin Fans. Like, really? Maybe, yes, because one time, and I stand by this, I said, in the grand scheme of things, Rob Gronkowski is a footnote in Tom Brady's career. Ooh. And, oh, yes. And I stand by it. I stand by it. Oh. That's what I'm, boys, that's what I'm opening Wait. with. That is what I'm fucking opening
3: with. You can only imagine where this conversation is going to oh. go.
0: Because that is what it. I'm.
3: Mario wasn't wasn't part of that podcast where it was basically a 45-minute long rant against uh, the popularity not, that is Rob Gronkowski. No, uh, was I mean, not.
2: the thing was, a lot of, as an outsider looking at the Patriots, you knew you had to plan for that monster all the You time. know what? We shouldn't have it a was fucking the, it Buffalo the, guy to
0: talk about Gronk. Fuck, it I was, forgot.
2: He's from Buffalo, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, listen, I don't claim him. Like, he's... He, He's probably one of the smartest, as far as businessmen go, in the NFL. Because he, uh, what's the what's the what's the wives tale, Ray? He never spent a dollar of his contract. He spent all of his sponsorship. Yeah,
0: money. he spent all his sponsorship money. He's never yeah. touched his his contract he, money. He's never
2: touched his contract. So, when he was like the ultimate equalizer for the Patriots, quote unquote, not having any receivers for Tom Brady, but they had Gronk, and he was a matchup nightmare for everybody.
0: Tom Brady won six Super Bowls as a New England Patriot. Not all because of Brady. We've fully established that defense had a lot to do with it. The greatest coach in the world had something to do with it. He won four Super Bowls of those six without Rob Gronkowski on the field. Three of them on the field at all. One of them for six games in the season. However, so four of however, the six. No, Rob, right,
2: he right. lost three Be with Rob on the field. Be correct. Be correct in this. It, you want to put three Super Bowl losses on Gronk? I'll put, I'll put at least one on him. Yeah, you I'll put remember, one on you him, you got to take that with an asterisk, though. You said the first three wasn't all Brady either. It was the defense. No, it
0: wasn't. But I'm saying people consistently say, oh, oh, oh Gronk, Gronk, Gronk. I'm like, no, Brady, the Patriots won. Let's not even use Brady. Let's not even use Brady. Let's just say the Patriots. Yeah. Out of their six Super Bowls they won in that 20 years, they won four of them without Rob Gronkowski.
2: They did he did but he was he was when he was there he was a guy that you had to pay attention to so you gotta take that into account
0: mike you've been watching me since the beginning right yep and here Do do you remember what happened in 2017 i came out and made a statement and i think i lost almost every follower i had at that time yeah
3: yeah you you wanted gronk to be traded after the uh after the after the Tredavious white elbow to the head yeah yeah right I had enough
0: of him at that point however Mm -hmm. I was already getting sick of Gronk um anywho people have heard this rant before I can't go on the same conversation every time Gronk comes up but I, I have I have a lot of issues with Rob Gronkowski for a lot of different reasons I I don't like how he fucked us in his retirement in 2019 um I don't like a lot of things I don't like how he handled a lot of his business however I want to get to where does he rank all time amongst all tight ends?
2: But raise and I'm just telling you objective here.
0: no, I am because I'm telling you what I woke up this morning, thought about it again because I made my decision last night because I did come up with this yesterday. Made my decision last night, woke up this morning and chose violence. And and I'm going with my tight end.
3: I was I was just gonna say you chose violence this morning, didn't you? And I believe that you two
0: aren't even going to agree with who I picked. I don't think you're going to fight me on it.
3: But I'm going to save it.
0: I'm going to start with you, Mario. I know you did your research. I know you poured in. You were asking me questions when I came in, so I knew you were doing your research. Yes. Where does Gronk rank amongst all-time tight ends?
2: Well, I think it's it's tough because when you want to say all-time tight ends, obviously the discussion gets tough when you go position by position. What I mean is this. You have your – Kellen Winslow's, your Dave Casper's, your Mike Ditkas, you know, Jackie Smith, John Mackey. Those guys changed the game in their era, but wouldn't even see the field today. No, so I'm saying game. let's
0: let's look I'm, at the real era tight ends. It's Tony yeah, Gonzalez, so it's, Antonio going, Gates. Yeah. So that's yeah. what
2: I did. So I just wanted to put that out there as a footnote for, for people. No, Dutra, My, no Mackey, no okay.
0: And I'm gonna endorse you on that too. I did the same thing. I didn't go back in time because I believe that all the best came in the new era of tight end. So It's I get I get the argument, but I kept it to an era. When
2: I was when I was doing the research for it, I was shocked at how many more games certain tight ends played than Gronkowski. I was not, but go ahead. Okay, so I have him fourth on my list of tight ends in the new era. I got so go go three to one. I was going to say go three to one. Okay, I got. We know Gonzalez is
0: one, so now go three to two.
2: I got, I got uh, Antonio Gates number three. And I have Shannon Sharp, number two, as my okay. all-time tight ends. Okay. Because I was just looking at it, and it was weird because I'm sitting there, I'm looking at all the statistics. You could talk about yards per catch, Gronk second. He's only behind Jackie Smith. You look at yards per game, he's second behind only Kelsey. You look at uh, he's third in, t- in touchdowns, only behind Gonzo and Gates. But the weird part about it, he's 10th in receptions, fifth in yards, 19th in games played. So to have all those previous statistics being ni- being twenty almost twentieth in games played, like he's b- he's below Dallas Clark in games played. And I don't think anyone's mentioning Dallas Clark as a top ten tight end. No, that's fine. Um, and I'll
3: make I have an argument to that,
0: and I will make it when it's my turn. Okay, all right, Michael. Yeah, like I said,
2: go ahead,
3: Michael. Where do you? Um, This is tough for me because we've had this same discussion. I wasn't sure if it was the last time he retired or, you know, some Gronk tight end debate came up. We might've been discussing Travis Kelsey at the time, but I think I said, I think I said at the time, Travis Kelsey, and I said, I think I was being a little bit prisoner of the moment. Um, I think the book is still out on travis you know he's gonna he's he's still got a year or two of playing to me which really could cement it but i'm gonna say gronk and i know usually here we would make the availability is the best ability argument but i would also you know kind of favor that dominance argument here a little bit when gronk was on the field especially the first couple years before he started kind of racking up the injuries he was he was a game changer. The Patriots felt like they could get rid of Randy Moss because they had, you know, Rob Gronkowski, and um, you know another tight end who I won't name at the time. But the more athletic, know, that... better. Aaron Hernandez, say what it is. Yeah, happened to be a murderer. Um Yeah, turned out to be a murderer. Listen, we listen.
0: I... My opening rant. We've already lost monetization at this point. We can just <laughs> say whatever we want.
3: Yeah i i I just think that. You know, when you look at touchdowns, I think Gronk is the touchdown leader like by far, isn't he? Mario, you have the stats up in front of you.
2: Uh the the tight the tight uh,
3: touchdowns go uh
2: Gates has 116, Gonzalez has 111, Gronk has ninety-two, followed by so Jimmy I mean, Graham with eighty-five.
3: For some reason I thought Gronk was the was the touchdown leader. All-time by touchdown like... leader.
0: He's the all time touchdown leader in New England or second in New England, I believe, right? He's okay, not even so first maybe... in New England.
3: Okay. so like, maybe maybe nine... it was the fact that the goat, you know, quarterback, you know, sent the most touchdowns the way of y- y- you, know, that tight end. I don't think you can write the story of Tom Brady, and I know Bray likes to say he's a footnote in Tom Brady's career, but I don't, really don't think you can write this the story of the second half of the New England Patriots without Rob Gronkowski. I don't think they're nearly as successful.
0: Well, though. here here's what I'm going to put on the table, and here's my argument now. I think the New England Patriots are just as successful without Rob Gronkowski okay. in, that, in that era. I think they would have found somebody else who could have filled that role. The way Martellus Bennett filled in when Gronk went out after the sixth game of the season. Oh, Mike's not listening to me now. Here's my thing about certain players. You take Davis White. Different position, but you take Tredavious White. And you put him on any fucking team in the NFL and he's probably going to have a a successful career. He may not be in top of the league conversations because he plays for a shit team, but he's going to be successful. You take Randy Moss, put him on any team in the NFL. He was going to be Moss. What if Rob Gronkowski was drafted by the Cleveland Browns? Oh,
2: come on. You can't. can't No, I can't. No, 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 no. No, no, I can't. No, because of this. 16
0: games his first two seasons, 11 his third, 7 his fourth, 15, 15, 8, 14, 13. The fucking guy was never on the field. His career would have been over in six years. He would have been over in six years if he was drafted by the Browns. If he was drafted by – there was a handful of teams. He would have went to Buffalo and died at that period in time. He would have went to the Jets and died. He would have went to Miami and died. There are players who overcome – Bad situations. Stephon Gilmore was in Buffalo through one of the most turbulent times when it comes to coaching turnover and scheme turnovers and still was looked at as one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. I'm not even going to talk about what he did in New England. There are good players. Gronk, there was a handful of fucking teams that Gronk would have had success with. I'm also going to put this. In his entire career, his entire career, he's had one, two, three, four, five years of double-digit touchdowns. Right, 27 of his 90 whatever came in his first two years in the league. Right, he's played two full, sorry, three if you count 2020, three full seasons of football, three full seasons in his entire career. He's hit 1,000 yards four times, and he's played with Tom Brady his whole career. Okay, Travis Kelsey. Is on his sixth straight year of over a thousand yards receiving. Two of those years with Alex Smith as his quarterback. Just let's put that on the table. Okay. Yep. Alex Smith is a quarterback with Tyreek Hill there with other targets. Like it, it, it's availability is a big thing. Four of the six, Mike, were without Gronk. Four of the six. And are yeah, you telling think, me? Are you telling I, I, so, me if Rob yeah. Gronkowski is not on the team for Super Bowl fifty three, that they they can't win the Super Bowl without him in 2018, when he had three touchdowns, forty seven catches, six hundred and eighty two yards, when he looked like a shell of himself. You're telling me they couldn't have won the Super Bowl without him that year?
3: He still caught the game winning pass. No, he didn't. He caught a pass. Michelle, Sony Michelle ran it in. No, one, no. No, no, no but you're so
0: going back to me. one game you're going back to one game.
3: So you're saying that right, season's a write-off if he's not on the field. You're They're going not going to
2: three games, Ray. Like, what the heck?
3: What's that? But, but that's you're literally the most games. important game. So you're arguing, would they have won the Super Bowl that year? Sorry, arguing... so
0: you're one catch.
3: One catch. So I don't, you're I don't arguing mean... you're arguing they could bullshit. have gotten to bullshit. the Super Bowl without him. Yes. Yeah, they could have won that Ray. Your you're argument. telling me that they, they could had have made another play? Game,
0: didn't they? No, no, no. So hold on. So you're now telling me one play dictates that they couldn't have won it without him. One fucking play. One play is now dictating that they could that, not have that won it without him. No, that, that is, is almost
3: a- literally what that game came down to w- was one play. That game, that game was literally a handful of plays different. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you that I think new England could have up and moved off of Gronkowski years beforehand Use that draft pick to probably find a suitable replacement. I don't disagree with you i I'm talking about in the totality of tight ends, I still think, and if you're going to present the the weird hypothetical that you did that if he gets put on another team, he's not nearly as successful, I'm going to say if he was healthy the whole time, but he wasn't his, his stats would completely dwarf anybody <laughs> but he wasn't. I took but, his but your hypothetical is ridiculous because he, he would have got go hurt. He would have got hurt there too. The guy gets hurt walking up the stairs. Right. But, but your but hypothetical saying- is ridiculous because even if he gets hurt, he's, he's, you, you don't know if he's going to be successful or not. You don't know how maybe he goes to Cleveland and then he's like, all right, I'm up and out of here and goes to new England and is on the same trajectory on his second contract. You You don't, you don't know.
0: Can not write the second half of a dynasty of the of the year without him. I mean, they, in 2016, he played six games. They had a fucking run, went to the Super Bowl. But no, without Gronk, without those first six no, games, but of they his, were no, dominant. Never could have a done right.
3: it right, and he was he a big was. part of that. Six you games, must count that.
2: Why is Mike's what if less of an impact than your what if? What it's if, not, I, moved did, off. What if it, I moved off? I moved off of
0: if it. If, I moved on to something completely different. What
2: if? What if he was drafted by the if Tom Brady gets drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 1999, we never hear of him. No, but I say that all the time. I say that all the time. I say that all the time. This guy was on. He played 143 games, caught 92 touchdowns. That's the best percentage of anything. You're mentioning oh, things off nice. the field and what ifs. I'm talking about when this guy was on the field. Okay, let's the talk impact about of this guy on the field and you had to pay attention. You're talking him. about when he... he only
0: plays eight games in a season, Ray. Fuck, uh, he was dominant for those he... eight games, though. He... He...
2: Well, that's what, okay, that's so what had, you're had, fucking arguing with me. Injury because the guy plays, he played a throwback. and So the whole second half of, of the then.
0: season and the fucking playoff run and the Super Bowl they won was all because he missed those 10 games. You know what I mean? Because he was dominant for the first eight, so they won. They won their next whatever fucking eleven games and went to the Super Bowl and
3: won I'm it.
2: Isolating a season to try to tell that the guy sucked.
3: Uh, also, I will say, and that Mike, you have drive, ripped his twenty eighteen. You have Goring,
2: ripped his twenty
3: okay. eighteen season. To no, I, I'm not. I'm times. not. Dis- I, again, I'm not disagreeing with you. You've ripped apart his 2018 season not disagreeing with two with you. of the three
0: Super Bowls. He had a shit season the Super Bowl that they won. He was there, and he missed the whole second half of
3: the season the next year he was there. I'm not disagreeing with you, especially with the 2018 season as a whole, but I do not think they could have won that Super Bowl without him because they, had, the big reason they got to the Super Bowl that year was Josh Gordon came in and saved them okay, he was there for seven games and was dominant, like four of those games, and completely blew doors, and part oh, of that was Gronk. Thank
0: God Gronk was there then, that they needed Josh Gordon to come. You just said they Josh Gordon came in and saved them, and that's the reason Gronk got he them to the Super Bowl. He saved
3: the regular season for them, and then Gronk was able to do some things for them in the postseason. I'm, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you here. I think he was integral to winning that Super Bowl. That Super Bowl was literally separated by two or three plays and he happened to make one of the biggest at the end of the game when they needed it the most. Can I
2: can I, can I say something to Ray, please, real quick.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Go ahead. Ray, when Devontae Parker got sent to New England, what was the first thing I said to you? Do you remember on the episode a long time no, ago? I have, I have absolutely I said, I that. think this is a great signing for the because he opens up the top of the defense for other guys to eat. Yeah. That's what Whatever. I said. Okay, this is that's different a, though. It's I hear a, someone talk bullshit
0: all the time, and then all of a sudden we we have the conversation, and he flips the exact opposite way. You've ripped his twenty eighteen season to shreds every time we talked about him, Mike. And suddenly he's the fucking reason
3: they won the Super Bowl. It's no, just a, again, it's just a, it's again a I'm not di- of the
0: conversation. All right. it's a complete. I, it's I, I, I'm
3: not disagreeing with you on the season as a whole, and it, with the last couple of years as a whole. Again, we we've talked about this. They could have traded him. They. Maybe they should have. Maybe they could have gotten a better player, but I'm not, I'm telling you that he was still, as far as that Super Bowl is concerned, I do not think they win that Super Bowl without Rob Gronkowski. Julian Edelman did a ton that game. He won the MVP. Super Bowl MVP,
0: right? The Super Bowl MVP, absolutely.
3: But nothing to do with he him. Was, they weren't. It's they still were not getting it into the end zone. They didn't get it in with Gronk either. Who got it in right, the end? Zone. He was like two yards off the goal line when he caught that pass at the end of the game. I, yeah,
0: and wasn't he the guy who didn't make the catch against Denver when he got and when they are going for the two yard thing? I mean, he didn't get in. That like that's the big no no, like, no, no,
3: no, 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 no. Don't do that. They were, they we're, were two yards off. They Super were two Bowl. yards And did he get Talking in? about that Super Bowl. Don't I'm trying to shift get, trying get his stats, for that, I'm I'm to get his stats to for that game. I'm not trying to disagree with me because you're telling me that nobody could have made it. Nobody could have made on fire for it. I'm talking, again, you brought up the Super Bowl specifically. I'm telling you why I don't think they oh, no. win that Super Bowl without Gronk. No, no,
0: but this is the thing. See, when I talk about the Super Bowl, you guys talk about one game. You talk about one game. I think that the the, the Patriots would have beat the Giants nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, the Patriots would have won that game. But it was Gronk's fault? Well, no, he wasn't even there. I'm talking about the the perfect season. He wasn't even on the team. <laughs> I mean, we're blaming him for everything else, right? No, but what I'm saying is, is you guys always talk like, well, the ones you guys talk about one game throughout an entire season, right? You like were you guys, talking
2: about you brought up one game. We were trying to say that. No,
0: no, 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 no. I brought player. up that I don't think they needed him in 2018. I don't the, the same way they didn't need him in 2016. They didn't need him. He and that's was, and he and that's where went it out changed. week eight.
2: He went out week eight, week eight, and they won the Super Bowl. So you're saying Rob Gronkowski, if I'm getting your whole message here, is a product of the system? Yeah, 100.
0: I'd say that's you know what I mean. Like he so was a product. Moss was established before he
2: got there. Come so on, anything anyone did in that time frame, because Tom Brady and the Patriots were winning, does not matter because it was Brady and everybody and everybody else comes second.
0: it wasn't all just because of Brady. Wasn't all just because of Brady, but what I'm saying is, is everybody's like, "Oh, well, the Patriots never would have had the success they did if it wasn't for him." He wasn't even there for the first three fucking Super Bowls. He wasn't on the field from week eight and on on another one, and he was a shell of himself for the fit for the sixth. He was I, dominant. I, I, he was dominant Gronk in 2014. That I'm just season. saying
2: it's hard to to diminish a guy's impact on the field because teams won before he got there. I don't understand. I don't. I'm confused by that.
0: Because the lore of Rob Gronkowski in New England and fucking Buffalo, because he's a Buffalo boy, the lore of him is so much bigger. The thing is, is we turn around and say, well, you know, we can't talk about Travis Kelsey. We can't do it. It's too early. We can't talk about the guy who's had seven consecutive seasons of 1000 yards or more receiving did that with two different quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like he's been a dominant tight end, but we can't have that conversation. Yeah, but Kelsey have... is
2: more of a Jimmy Graham mold. Like I said, Gronk played a more throwback role.
0: So we're we're not gonna put him into the conversation.
2: I didn't say we, he couldn't be put in the conversation. I, we were, I like just said, said we couldn't. He was my other, my other choice. And
0: right? then you said we can't bring it because he still got more to prove.
2: He's I proven. It's, it's, I think the offenses are apples and oranges. That's why I think it's it's you could come you can compare. Would cut, uh, well, then there is no
0: then. Then there is no ranking. Then then we can't rank a single player in the NFL because every offense is different, every defense is different. You know what I mean? You got West Coast to the EP to this, so we can't have a single ranking because offenses are different, quarterbacks are different. We might as well just stop these conversations then because they're just useless and worthless. If so that's how the are you argument, co-
2: you're comparing them statistically. You're comparing Kelsey and Gronk statistics?
0: Hold on, but when I talk statistically, I talk availability. I talk about the impact he on his team throughout the whole season, throughout the whole playoff run. Kelsey's been there. There are times. Gronk hasn't. Going back to the Super Bowl, they lost. He got hurt in the playoffs. Mike against the Giants so, in 2011. Where do you put
2: him? Where do you put Where is he? Where's he ranked for you? Gronk, he's fifth for me. So you're saying, I haven't heard you say one positive thing about this guy the entire night. Oh, I've got nothing positive to say about him. I've
0: got nothing positive to say about him. I hope he gets fucking chronic diarrhea for the rest of his life. Like, I've got nothing positive to say about him. He fucked New England on his way out. He's done nothing but talk shit. He's a fucking footnote in Tom Brady's fucking history and Bill Belichick's history and Josh McDaniel's history and fucking Bill O'Brien's history. And yeah, no, I've got nothing, nothing but hate for Rob Gronkowski. Nothing. He's a guy that will never be forgiven in my eyes. And I think that Tony Gonzalez, I think that Shannon Sharp are better than him. I think Travis Kelsey's better than him. Maybe you could argue he's more complete. But I think Travis's blocking gets completely underrated. They
2: act like he doesn't block at all. I
0: you mean, know what I can mean? make the
2: argument. How many thousand yard rushers have they had in Kansas City since Kelsey's been there?
0: How many thousand yard rushers do they have in New England? One when Gronk was there.
2: Yeah, but you also have One. James White catching 80 passes. <laughs> you think that happens if Gronk is there? Like, I don't, I, it seems like you want to put so much onus that Mike and I weren't even giving him. We were just saying he's an impactful player when he's on the field that you had to account for right. and change how guys mm-hmm. scout and, and the tight end position because you can line him up inside. You can I wasn't. No, first of all, Mike ranked him the nightmare. best.
0: No, hold on. Mike ranked him the best tight end of all time. That was the first piece. That's where we went. Because I said, where does okay. he rank? And he put Gronk right on top. You put I'm, him fourth. Okay. Uh,
3: again, the reason I rank him as high as I think you demote him down to fifth is because in my mind, and you're using the hypothetical that if he played other places. Forget the other be...
0: hypothetical. I'm looking at Tony Gonzalez, who missed like three games his entire career. I'm looking at you know what Antonio Gates though? until the end. Until he's the end. Yeah, but, but again, now we're talking hype.
2: Who did he play with?
3: I mean, again.
2: I mean, Gonzales, that that, that goes game. both
3: ways because he became one of Brady's favorite targets while he was here, and in in like, well, then Julian dispute the that. He him, that he took him, he took him down with him to Tampa. Like,
2: I mean, you you there's always a bunch of what ifs. I mean, you could talk. I think that athletically, Vernon Davis is the most complete tight end that's ever been on the field. Maybe I mean, Jimmy Graham, but they didn't have the same career arc. Vernon Gronk, Davis
0: was also a douchebag, though. I mean, they're, well, they're, it comes down to being team players. There's lots that come into well, being I, a great player. Lots I that come I, into playing, being a great I player.
2: I understand that. I understand. But, I mean, those It's are, more those than just ranking.
0: being dominant on the field. I mean, there's tons of players we can talk about how dominant they were on the field. Right. Anyways, guys, we got to get off this. Ryan's been here for five minutes. We're five right. minutes late bringing him in. We got to get off this argument. We'll agree to disagree.
2: Should have started with Kyle Duggar. <laughs>
0: We'll get to Kyle Duggar. I'm just saying I stay consistent on my shit and people just like to flip-flop, which is fine. We can we can just drop it at that.
3: It's mad at me.
0: I'm not mad at you. Just you flip-flop. It's fine. Be a
3: flip-flopper. It's okay. I literally okay. said that right. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, guys. Um, so uh, it's now time for our Ask the Expert Uh thing he's coming into an awkward situation that's fine we can do it from here you can find him fucking kind of everywhere i found him on twitter last night on a on a spaces you can find him regularly on the dean Blundell show uh from time to time he hosts his own podcast called the (laughs) sheeple shepherd podcast follow him on twitter at ryan Lindley. uh follow him on dean Blundell's website and learn how to cook brisket and a bunch of other good shit and uh if you can find it i shared it in the past read his COVID christmas it is the funniest fucking story well-written article piece opinion piece i've ever read ladies and gentlemen please welcome ryan lindley hi boys nice, nice to you see, see you ryan how are
1: you man ray did you just wish uh irritable bowel syndrome on gronkowski for the rest I of did. his life is that what you I did? did i wow. did that's like I wish- vi- That's like violating four or five of his constitutional Canadian rights. Just so <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful with that. That Freedom. was uh that was pretty intense. Holy shit. Oh, welcome to our show. That's your buddy, eh?
0: <laughs> welcome. There's 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 only a couple of subjects that, that go this way, and Gronk is one of them, especially when people flip flop on their opinions. But we're gonna we're gonna just move on. <laughs> Ryan, we brought you on for our ask the expert session because um we like to learn new shit and frankly mike and i are just footballed out you talk about football all day and every day you get boring however
1: yeah off season silly season's kind of fucked up for that eh? i guess yeah but even There's in so season, much you can argue about
0: i'm just getting tired of football in general look look at the stupid argument we just had for half an hour you know what i mean i wish could to, have i was wish...
1: time talking about the goose you hear about the I, goose
2: yeah yeah yes, goose? <laughs> yes I I yeah.
1: fucking sad man 55 55 55, maybe anyway sorry so
0: we brought you on because i just recently found out i'm not sure was it your past life current life hidden life that you were a private investigator
1: as a past life it was a uh yeah it was probably about 15 what did i let my license go 15 years ago maybe was Dean, uh, was Dean supposed to tell
0: everybody? Because that was no. always something you never... Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, and you know how
1: it is when you tell him anything. He's yeah. worse than Lachlan Cross. Cross is usually <laughs> the one that fucks us on, on everything. And that one, Dean, uh, yeah, he let that cat out of the bag. So I just said, oh, well, I guess I'll talk about it now, and yes. hopefully nobody... Rec- I had hair back then, so...
0: That was on was a Twitter That, that was on was a Twitter it, spaces I think, right? Well, we got run he's, he's with, a private with, investigator with 6000 <laughs> people
1: listening. It was fine.
0: Yes. <laughs> no yeah. thanks.
2: Was that before or after Arizona? You played quarterback in Arizona.
1: Ah, uh, you see, I have a really <laughs> funny story about that. Um, oh, I love it. <laughs> that's this guy, this poor guy, okay? And yeah, he wasn't a great quarterback, but you know what he did? He um he got to Twitter late and I had this handle the entire time. And so he couldn't have the name and uh anytime he played shit i would get all of the heat right <laughs> like my dm's <laughs> would fill up my everything right so i started playing back i started saying ah, sorry guys i was coked out i fucking i, I was, <laughs> was fucking this broad she fucking bit my leg and i I, can't, can't, I couldn't do shit like i just i'd play it up and i'd send it to them right i'd send them the uh the, the to, to his, his sister was his pr person so one time, one day she's i didn't realize that they are like the ultra christian bible thumping folks that they are absolute antithesis of me right we've got the same name and they're like no are you kidding this is great this is really funny blah 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 ryan wants to send you something uh as a thank you gift for you know sticking up for because i did stick up for him at the same time I'm like guys fuck it's a game leave him alone <laughs> i don't see you out there shut the fuck up so anyway um he sent me a, a care package it was great it was his uh he sent me a, a, a sign card he sent me his rookie cleats signed wow. and, um,
2: gallon and, of holy water. Tell yeah, me <laughs> a Bible. Me the whatever. Bottom
1: of that <laughs> thing was a sealed Bible that had never been cracked. <laughs> and I had to be polite. I said, thank you very much. So then he ended up up in the CFL. He was playing for uh, Ottawa for a bit and, uh, we were trying to hook it up. So I was, I was going to go down and meet him if he, he ever played, uh, the, the cats here in town where I live. And, um, I don't even think he made it that far. I don't even know what he's doing now. I think he's coaching or he's
2: defensive assistant now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, super nice guy though. The entire family's fucking great people. But yeah, I've got his cleats. They're they're in the house right now. (laughs) They're
0: probably worth about like twelve bucks. If well, so I was
1: thinking it. They didn't even fit. Right. Like he's got (laughs) small feet. I got big feet, so it was like (laughs) he's kind of useless for me. But (laughs) they look neat on the shelf. So I'm not a huge uh, sports dude, but. You're
0: super deceiving. How big are you? Like,
1: I'm uh, six foot three, and Mm -hmm. uh, I used to be six hundred pounds, but then I uh, now I'm down to a slim and trim and svelte swimmer's body of uh, about two eighty between two eighty and three hundred, depending on COVID. (laughs)
0: because <laughs> i didn't realize how big you were until someone to a a or i think dean put out a picture of you guys at a restaurant and i was just like oh my god ryan's yeah. a fucking
1: beast yeah that, that picture was not flattering at all too because i was in the middle of turning and it was like stretching my shirt so i look like i'm actually falling out of the chair <laughs> and yeah it looked like i looked like i had some sort of i was like it looks like i was there i like gotta make a wish like that's why I was there. I was there for Make a Wish <laughs> with Dean Waddell and uh, Kareem Asad Cross. It was it was really nice. Oh, fuck. Well, so,
0: well, yeah. My job knows not to take. They're allowed to take front pictures of me. We don't take side no. side view shots. It's, yeah, it doesn't I, work.
1: No, it, uh, it's not my it's not my angle. Like what they always say. What what side do you shoot? None. Outside. Far away. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> Actually, dude, the
0: picture you used for your cover page was a good shot of you. The one that you in front of your barbecue. Though.
1: Oh, the barbecue. Well, I used to do yeah. that. I used to be an ambassador for uh, for Weber, and I used to be a brand ambassador for Uniflame, not Uniflame, um, Char Char Charbroil, and um, Damn. Oklahoma Joe's. And uh, like I actually did. Like I I I just got bored with it. I was like, fuck, I can only smoke so many fucking ribs and briskets. This is getting boring. <laughs> so I stopped, and I ended up getting into the podcast game with uh, with with Dean in that. I even abandoned my own podcast because I'm so busy with our actual like the main show. So uh, we're we're working on some things right now. Ashley's going to actually have a bigger bigger role. She's going to be doing some um, almost like a like a roundup every week. She's going to do a weekly show on our platform about the other show because we got a big following. Like we've got so many people that are like like she's better than you, anyways. She really is, isn't she? She's sleeping upstairs. She had a really she had a tough day today. She uh, they had their first uh, maid. Um, case in the uh, in the home today uh, and uh, she was she's part of the palliative care committee so she was uh, she was with the guy so a bit of a tough day so she went upstairs straight to bed so uh, I was pissed because I couldn't use it can't even use my studio that's why I'm in the garage um, so I uh, being the petty shithead that I am I took a deck clearing shit in the master bedroom bathroom and came down here <laughs> And uh, here we are. I'm sure she'll be rolling in anytime to say hi
0: right on yeah. Uh, um, okay so we're gonna bring you to get, get get back to why we brought you here yeah um you've been exposed as a private investigator now so now now we want to get into the head of a private mystery, but we want to keep it football related for a second sure i want to talk about the deshaun watson case which i know you're familiar with mm-hmm. we've we've had that discussion on on, on the uh, on the show yeah but how would a private investor, because we haven't heard anything about it but i have to assume pis would be in, involved in a case like this correct and how would they be involved in a case like this
1: for the civil cases um they don't get they don't get involved with with criminal ones so that's the police like that's how the, the it works in the states and it works here in canada as well but um for civil cases um people often uh lawyers like law firms actually have uh pis on retainer and they'll it's it's funny because when the the powers that you you, that you actually have as a PI are are not any different than what you have as a private citizen um the only difference is is as a licensed PI you, you you're usually insured against liability for everything from slander libel like all that stuff right so and it gives a bit of uh credibility to the to the person asking questions um just because we've been trained how to do it, we know we know what to ask. We know, and it, it, and we can furnish information in court better than somebody off the street can do it, right? So that's why, like when you get a process server, anybody can serve papers, kind of thing. Like as long as it, as it's witnessed and 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 it's it's a civil proceeding, right? So, um, so yeah, they would have probably, I would say that uh, anybody that was representing any of the uh, of the victims would have, um, had PIs and retainer they would have went through everything they they they've got ways there's everything's public record a lot of people just don't know how to get to those public records and they would have they would have just tore them. it would be like an audit it's just like a like a a, a human audit and it's uncomfortable it's uh it's crazy when a lot of a lot of things come out you end up getting, you, you chase down leads you talk to people that used to know the people you get dirt you get stories cuz not everybody has a lot of friends in their past that that you know are, are solid anymore. You know, (laughs) like, that's just not like they'll, they'll spill and uh, you can, you can then use that information to garner more information. Right. So it's uh, it's sleazy. Uh, It feels sleazy. I'll I'll be honest, Um, but it's effective and it works. And that's why you're seeing it like with the Bill Cosby case and the, and the Deshaun uh, and his shit, this is, and this just keeps getting bigger. And bigger and bigger right so and this is why it's because they're talking to people and words getting out there's webs and 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 it's, when it's a high profile one like that too and it hits the media uh that's when people start to say yeah that was that was the whole me too thing right like it uh, happened to me that guy fucked me over jesus christ i thought it was the only one and then they, they feel emboldened to actually come forward and, and tell their stories right so pis do play a bit of a role there um I would say I, I, I like I, I don't know exactly like the details behind where they are in that so those civil cases, but yeah. guaranteed a PI is there.
0: Mike, just so you know, I would sell you down the river without even thinking about it if a PI. I just have to watch
1: replays of the show. <laughs> There we were
0: we were we were tight until last week or until like an hour ago. But now I would yeah. fucking sell you down average. It exploded.
2: Now is there ever is there ever a, a situation, Ryan, where uh, you said that lawyers will have a pi's will have pi's on retainer? Well, is there ever, even though it's not as pronounced as it was, are there like newspapers that will have the uh, also pi's on retainer? To say, hey, listen, if there's a little information here and there, this and that, will they ever? Will newspapers also have pi's on retainer, or were they just? Feed them it depends or... on
1: the, it depends on the on the on the rag right it just depends on who it is yeah. um most most established papers um their journalists and their their reporters are actually they they, they do a lot of the same stuff we do mm. as investigators like they know how to they know how to 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 fit, chase down stuff but i was never i never talked to anybody from media um or did any? I didn't know anybody else that did either. It's a possibility, I'm sure, because uh, anybody can hire a PI. It just depends, mm-hmm. like if somebody's like, say, they're onto a story. Like, I wouldn't be surprised right now with like those Klondike papers that are going around here in Canada. I wouldn't be surprised if some one of the news agencies hasn't employed some sort of either a former detective or a private or PIs or, or something just to sift through the thousands and thousands of documents so it depends on I guess it depends on the story and it depends on the like what they're trying to chase down as a lead but I I never did anything on on that I did more um, uh, WSIB a lot of uh, compensation Uh, I did a lot of uh, union um, injunction work where we were furnishing evidence uh, on behalf of like a corporation to get an injunction against a union that was like Doing shit wrong on a on a picket line, right? So oh, okay. it was Were you,
0: the guy standing on the line to see if they jumped off what if they stepped on the property or not, and because yeah. I've heard yeah. that,
1: right? Yeah, that was that we would do stuff like that. We would we would be uh like the, the the reason why a union would have to like abide by an arbitrator's ruling to only hold a car for two minutes because you guys fucked up this and you know. And it, it, it was just, it's a, it was a chess game. And like, and that's, that's all that those things really are. It's more of an intimidation thing, I think, on that behalf. And it, I ended up, I was at one of the biggest strikes in this country, um, uh, for over six weeks. And that was at Petro Canada. I don't know if you remember Ray when Petro yep. Canada went on strike. Um, and I ended up like friends with all the guys on the line there. Cause they were all just super good guys. We were there just because Petro Canada has unlimited amounts of money. And, um they used to feed us and they'd feed us from their actual cafeterias and it was like good food. Like they didn't, it wasn't just like fries and burgers. It was anybody that was in there working scabs management, whatever, they upped the game. They brought in like steak and lobster on Sunday nights kind of thing. So what I would do, we had like a whole team of guys that were covering the entire plant. I would go in and say, I'm getting all the food for the guys that are at their posts. And I would grab like 15 different containers and I just go feed the guys in the line. <laughs> that's hungry <laughs>
0: that's phenomenal so when, because you, because you would work against like i, I know that you made relations with that but like against unions the wsib stuff all that kind of thing yeah. did you ever have anybody like were, were you ever threatened or did you have oh, yeah. somebody hostile yeah hostile oh, yeah. against you
1: yeah i had uh i've i've had i've had um thug like union thug people that would track me down found me at home oh, call my house you know like stuff like that and it's just part of the the job, right? It's none of it ever really amounted to anything. I, uh, the, the ones that scared me more was when I actually did like a, like a domestic investigation because those people are nuts. It's just anybody that's got money to hire a PI um, usually has more money than brains and they want to find out if their wife's cheating or if they want to, you know, one of those situations. And um, they're also not very stable. There's a reason why their spouse is cheating is because you're fucking crazy and they don't want to be there anymore. So, uh, yeah, that, those ones were a little more depending on, you know, you would see a name, like a last name that you would recognize and you'd be like, I don't even know if I want to do this because I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give you the information you're looking for and you're not going to like it. So they
0: get mad at you because of the information you found? There was
1: times. Yeah. Believe it or not. There was times like, especially when you told somebody that their their spouse wasn't cheating on them, they were fucking (laughs) mad and I'm not paying this bit. It's like, you are, we are you already gave us a retainer i don't need to take any more money you're not getting any back but here's the evidence of them not cheating on you you fucking spaz and yeah i i, I did a few i did a few of those those were the interesting ones like those were like and, and we did like loss prevention stuff like on the side if it was slow if we didn't have like anything going on we'd go like bus shoplifters at like canadian tires and shit like that right so but like that was fun and the domestic ones were great. I had a, I had a great uh, situation where I, it was a guy that was dating a stripper and she they'd been together for a long time and he, and he wanted to like keep going and get the relationship going to the next level kind of thing. And he wanted to make sure that you know no, no funny business goes on when she's at work. So I said, okay, so we wired up my jacket. I had a button that had a camera in it, and I went in there, and it was the funniest, like, because we always, we we come back and debrief, get the, the videos out and and package it for the client, right? And it was me paying for a private lap dance from her, and uh, just, she like, I, I had to do all hand signals because there's, there's privacy laws in, in Ontario where you can't record audio in certain situations where you would have to... Um, you would have to have a, like a third party and like an un, unfettered third party know that that's going on for that to be legal. And, uh, so if there was no audio, I would have to do a lot of hand signals. So you would understand what I was trying to convey. And, in my, <laughs> and at one point it was, it wasn't her, it was another, another girl asking me if I wanted to go. And, um, receive services from her in uh, a special spot in this bar and I'm like doing one of these no thank you I'm, I'm <laughs> okay I'm good <laughs> music's very loud you know <laughs> and believe it or not she wasn't she was actually a really nice nice lady and buddy was super happy and uh last I heard they actually got married and she got out of the game and he's a super successful dude so it wasn't like she needed the job but it, you know strip, strippers probably make more money than you you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they do.
0: Yeah, I can. I can attest. They definitely make more money than Mario. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, for. for
1: sure. Yeah, but I, I meant him, and he made good cash for, for what he did. So, yeah, it was it was an interesting <laughs> job? Like, it was fun. Like, we did a lot of fun stuff. But like, and and it is. It's it's everything you would think it is. But there's a lot of paperwork involved too, and there's a lot of like going to court and like when you actually have to like see a guy across a deposition table from you that knows you as somebody totally different and now you're the one there to fucking bury them and oh, to wow. watch their face just shrink and they they're they're like I it's that whole I trusted you you know like you were my friend and it's like no I wasn't your friend man I was getting paid to bone you and here I am <laughs> so it was a so, bit a bit heavy sometimes.
0: So before I turn this over to Mike and allow him to speak now because I'm no longer mad at him. Um
1: congratulations I just Mike. I got Was, was it, oh. I
0: muted this whole? <laughs> no, I just, I just made sure you couldn't talk. Um, I just can't tell you how excited I am where this interview has gone because you came on. I know I'm Canadian, but this is basically an American podcast, right? And you came on, and not only did we just finish a story about a guy marrying a stripper, you made three Canadian references that only me and you understood in this whole entire room, and I just hey, love it. Hey, it's absolutely, hey. oh yeah. You know Can't what Canadian I mean. Tire is. I know what oh, Canadian
2: yeah. Tire is. <laughs>
3: right he <laughs> about he it. lives. He lives close enough.
0: Mike, do you know what Canadian Tire is? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Petro Canada.
3: Well, I guess it's I a gas company in Canada. That's yeah. Sorry.
0: Buffalo's basically Buffalo's almost Canada because they they Pretty have much. Tim Hortons. They're good. good. I
3: got
2: relatives up there. Razor. Oh and yeah. You know, but yeah. you never come see me ever. What's no. uh, yeah.
1: where? Where are your relatives?
2: Saint Catharines. Oh, oh,
1: what's what's your name? First Uh, Oh, I I, I just love it when you tell an American you're Canadian. They're like, "Oh, do you know Dave? (laughs) I know Dave. Of course (laughs) I know Dave. Dave. We go way back."
0: You're up. You're up to St. Cat's way, aren't you?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm not far from St. Catharines. I'm about 20 minutes away. Don't you
0: don't you all know each other everywhere there? Like (laughs) when you get up to the. Basically anything north or south of Hamilton, right? Or west of Hamilton. Everybody I'm, knows
1: su- I'm southeast of, of Hamilton, really. I'm still in Hamilton, believe it or not. Like, it's still technically considered Hamilton, but I'm in, like, a really um, fucking cookie-cutter suburb in Bimbrook. So.
0: Oh, Bimbrook. I thought you just lived, like, in the middle of a field
1: somewhere. You know, just well, like... Yeah, this, this is house. the barn. I'm in the barn right now.
3: There you go. Yep. Mike, do you have any uh, questions you'd like to ask? I mean ryan covered what i was going to ask i I think i texted this to you the other day i was you know i was hoping you're
0: going to come up with another question as he was yeah. going
3: over it. yeah <laughs> sorry but uh no i'm not creative that's <laughs> gonna like get that. in a lie yeah that's i was, I was totally just different. gonna ask what the craziest you know karen type of person you've ever run into doing this and you just kind of you know no i still have over a better it.
1: story than that for a kid, like a crazy person if you yeah. it's not even crazy it was they um so it was a, it was a comp claim and it was a guy that said that he couldn't work and he'd been off for, for a long, long time. And, uh, they knew that like, they, they just knew, but they needed to get actual like evidence and like something that they could, they could prove in court. So we, (laughs) he lived in this really weird cul-de-sac and it was hard to figure out how to like get in there with a car without being spotted you can take a van but then you're you're crammed in the back and you're like you're probably going to get noticed in a little spot like that so I, so someone came up with a bright idea we had a we had an RV like a like a camper van and it was like a little smaller than like a like like an RV it was like just one of those like Ford Econoline deals right and it had the bunkie above the the cab so yep. you could lay in there and you can set cameras up in there and you can in pull the, the shades back just a bit you'd never see the camera and I said, okay, let's try it because we only need a day's worth of of
3: you know evidence turn. of him doing something yeah.
1: wrong, right So we waited and I, I kept driving by his house to check his grass and stuff because I thought, okay I'll, I'll get him cutting his grass or something. So sure enough I pulled uh, <laughs> we pulled pull this thing in it was really early in the morning park it I head up into the the bunkie so you can't see me. And just as I thought, and I don't know why we thought this was a better idea. Um, <laughs> the neighbors are like, it's this weird fucking RV doing park here. <laughs> and they're all coming out and they're looking at it. And we would call, like we would, we would normally, we would, we, would pre, we would pre-call the, the Hamilton police uh, and let mm-hmm. them know um, if we were working somewhere. Because if you're near a school and you're sitting in your car with a camera, chances are someone's calling the cops, right? Or they're going to kick the shit out of you. So it guaranteed you're getting the police phone. So we'd call and we'd pre, pre-warn them that we were in there doing an investigation. They had yeah, no problem. They put the plate in and it's all good. So they're all walking around looking at this this thing. And then the other na- neighbor comes out and then he's talking to this neighbor. And now they're mad. They're like, this fucking thing is just stolen. They're on the phone with the police <laughs> and the police are trying not to blow cover at the same time. They know how to do it. They're just like... Um, no, we've we've got a report. Everything's fine. Um, you know, we've we've contacted the owner. They're just waiting for for somebody to to, to come and. Well, oh, I don't know. I heard a vo- I heard a voice. I think I heard a noise. And next thing you know, there's more neighbors coming out. And oh, I'm like, man. I'm gonna get rocked. And they're trying to break into the fucking thing and trying to come inside. And and so now I'm thinking I'm gonna have to call the police for myself to get out of this neighborhood. Meanwhile, buddy comes out. <laughs> And now he sees the commotion and he comes walking over. So I'm trying to angle the camera to watch him from up there because I still don't know exactly where I am. And doesn't he start just and he's a absolute hothead bashing on the thing, trying to climb up the ladder on the back to see if he can get through the crack hatch on the top of the thing? All this is caught on film. <laughs> he's climbing ladders, he's assaulting a van, <laughs> he's going back in, he's grabbing, you know. So we got what we needed. Called the cops. Cops got us out of there, and I ended up seeing the guy in, at a deposition table later on down 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 the road. And uh, that was you in there. You were inside that camper. <laughs> yeah, I was inside the camper. So yeah, it was. Uh, that was nuts. that was a close call. That was that and that. We're not talking like old old nosy neighbors we're talking like these are some big fucking younger dudes that just wanted to, were they was, all just
0: were they all math heads? were they all up on math just trying to like what's this fucking rv doing here
1: i'm trying to <laughs> they're I'm cooking to, the I'll, meth yeah i'll try and classify it um i'll totally judge and 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 shame um yeah math <laughs> uh or some sort of uh i don't think any of them worked because they were home in the middle of the day (laughs) and they looked like they hadn't been to work in a while. Uh, And it looked like they, all they did was sit on their porch and yell at strange cars. So,
0: Sounds like a math user. Sounds like a a little bit.
1: Yeah. So it was, uh, like I say, it was interesting. Don't get me wrong, but it was so few and far between the money was okay, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't sustainable. I would, I just had my daughter, and it was like I need I need a like an actual career and, and so that's I, I went on to do to do an actual grown up job after that and uh, I've been in that ever since and uh, that I don't tell Dean, by the way my actual job now I don't he doesn't know that because I don't want that to come out and bite me in the ass (laughs) here. so
0: yeah I can imagine I can imagine it's uh well I mean like we'll just we'll talk open and honestly I get nervous some days because a big part of my job now is like to liaison between politicians you know what I mean like I'm the liaison for my company because we're government funded like I gotta be the liaison between things and I'm just waiting for the day that they somehow so the, the the provincial government ties me back to Dean.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it's gonna be too. Oh yeah. Aren't you that football guy from Dean Lundell? Yeah,
0: the one who never talks politics Ever. whatsoever.
2: I'll be the you one. The they can
1: they can go through they can go through this with a fine tooth comb and they'll never find you speaking ill about anybody. So that's the one thing that, that's why we like you on that show, by the way. You're the only one that doesn't. You're the only one that actually acts like an adult when we're talking about big feelings so you just bring up it. rob
0: gronkowski then you see the big feelings come out <laughs> <laughs> you yeah the, yeah <laughs> then, then, then he, he comes on here and yells at me yeah today <laughs> was
1: a different that was this was a different ray for me i never saw that before like at, it doesn't
0: happen often but every once in a while mike pisses me off and we just, doesn't happen
2: often you have one rage attack per episode <laughs> we do not when our last
0: rage was like two months ago on the friday night
3: yeah we we play nice most of the time Ray, Ray just didn't get to privately investigate Tim Hortons today on on the way. Home. That's all all it was.
0: I fucking brute. I fucking smashed the French press throughout this entire show today. Of you I did. Of listen. You did. Yeah. So last night was the first night that we let our dog not sleep in the kennel. Two years it's been kennel trained, and now we're oh, wow. we're trying to we're weaning it off. And uh, she woke up at four a.m. She doesn't do that in the kennel. And jumped in the bed and woke me up, but I couldn't sleep last night, so I fell asleep around two. And oh. she got me up at four. So I've been like legit. I was sitting outside fucking hacking a dart before we came up here to, to do this and mm-hmm. almost fell asleep sitting on the porch. I almost missed the show <laughs> sitting on the porch. So
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, they'll do that. That's why we uh we tried the crate at first when we got Charlie and It was. I had to sleep next to the crate for him to calm down. So I'm like, this is not sustainable at all. So we just let him. Now he just sleeps in the bed with me.
0: Well, we're we're trying to wean him. We're trying to wean him. Yes, mine's 110 pounds. So in the bed with us is a pain in the ass. Yeah, that would be a bit of a struggle. And she's miserable. So she jumps in the bed and then growls at us because we're in her way. Right. (laughs) So it was like my bed. (laughs) Just a fight. But it just it fucked everything. Like this is my day. Okay. So it starts at four a.m. Yeah. But she has acid reflux because why not? Right. So Yeah, my dog has acid reflux. So what happens is she has to eat meals at certain times or she vomits, like bile and stuff, because the bile builds up in her stomach. So, like, Yeah, so she takes, like, and it's a mixture of, like, she has her kibble, but then I got to add, like, pumpkin and probiotics and stuff to her meals, and it helps her digest.
1: Maintenance fucking... Oh, you got, dude, dude eight, okay. eight fucking
0: puppies, eight puppies I could have picked. Okay, and I, I don't even get me started with what I go through with this fucking dog since we got her. We've been to the emergency. She's gonna be two years old in July. We've been to the emergency room six times. Every time um, I text Mike, we're in the emergency room. For I know. Something. I feel. I feel so bad. <laughs> I, He's dude, like, the, the dog p- is sick again, and I'm
3: just like I'm the, a dog person, so I'm like yeah. fuck.
0: The greatest investment I ever made was pet insurance. Pet insurance. So people are like, oh, oh it's yeah. not worth it. I'm like, oh, no, it's worth every fucking dime of it. <laughs> no <laughs> but, shit. And they, your premiums don't go up. Like, it's none of that. It's because I use it a lot. So anyways, because she got up at 4, I guess her regular body function started happening. So at 6 o'clock, she starts fucking throwing up everywhere, right? Oh and it's God. that. It's the bio. So 6.30 in the morning, I got the steam cleaner out, fucking steam cleaning the <laughs> carpets. And it's just, I'm tired Miserable, Buddy. and we had to talk about Gronkowski.
3: So it was yeah. just a, it was just a, a buildup of everything.
1: It's not Ray Day. It's I told you we should
3: have spent three minutes on it and just been done. But no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it helped you vent. How about that? that, that it makes did. It for a good show, so that was good.
3: Can we
0: be honest? Thank God Ryan was coming on because otherwise we'd probably still be fucking screaming fighting. and fighting about it. And Mario no, just howling. No. I would have Mario told you and I would up. have
3: agreed, and we would have ignored the man yelling at the clouds. It's fine. It's my show. <laughs> Fuck
2: you. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not sure.
3: I got to get me
1: ahead behind me like Mario's got. I want a face behind me that just stares at people.
0: Oh, Tradavius White. Yeah. yeah. Trey White.
1: Yeah. I need one of those.
0: Every once in a while, he pulls it out and waves it at you. So let's, let's, uh, I know I, I asked you for 20 minutes, Ryan, we, we've taken over 30. So let, let me get one more question from you and I'll, no, I'll, sure. I'll let you go. Have you been watching the CFL season? Because I just found out it started last week. And believe it or not, it was an American who told me it started.
1: I didn't even know it was. Oh, wait, I did see. Oh, my God. You know what you got to do? You have to do this. After the show, I want you to go on Twitter. And this is how I do know Uh, I need you to go to the official Tiger Cat, the Hamilton Tiger Cats Twitter. And I want you to look at the photos that they used for opening day and the people they used from opening day. And you're going to see it right now. It's the pride of Hamilton, um, and they got them on camera. It was amazing. Like I thought, wow! Way to showcase the 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 spirit of the CFL and uh, and the the heart of of the city. It was uh, quite possibly the funniest tweet I'd seen, but I, I had no idea up until I saw that tweet that they even started. So
0: okay, so I got something here. Give me one sec. Tell me if this is it. Yeah. Probably kind of looks like Buffalo. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just right? kidding. I'm
1: just kidding.
3: No, there's no tables.
1: It's <laughs> like Buffalo, but with less teeth is what we have in Hamilton. So,
0: so we got
2: a father oh, no, and son here. One. No, that's no, cute.
1: no, that's not it.
2: Uh...
0: No, uh,
1: no, no, it was like uh it was like, like a group shot of like four or five people.
3: Well, right. Go to the, yeah.
1: Uh, keep going. That's not it.
0: I don't know. This one looks pretty Hamilton. It's just... it could be. Look at that Wi-Fi boy. Are you on dial-up or? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Don't, don't even, don't even start, Ryan.
1: That's not that, internet. Yeah, keep, internet keep will going. be. I'll the will as and... soon as. Oh no! Keep going. I'll know it as soon as I see it. No. no I wonder if it's going. any coincidence, I... that,
3: coincidence that coincidence their uniform looks like a, a Steelers uniform.
1: And I'm a Steelers guy. I was going to say like Iowa. Iowa, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know uh, if, you, apparently if
1: they do a lot of tweeting. I didn't know they were, did a lot of tweeting. And look at the engagement on it. Like 12 likes, 7 <laughs> likes, 104 likes. That's a big one. That's a big one. Someone must have Someone must have retweeted that.
0: No, I oh. got really upset with myself when I found out to see. Apparently, it's like week two or something like that right now. It's already it's over. And I was like, fuck, I haven't done a report yet. For you guys the report? I was going to say, yeah, and you cool.
1: guys are here. No, this isn't it shit right you and should I just not
3: really i didn't know don't that say they anything about the nfl week one and see what happens
0: what's that <laughs> just don't, don't say anything about go. the nfl week one. week one this one here yep there
1: we go oh that
0: is the epitome yeah. of hamilton right yeah, there that's
1: that's, mm. that's hamilton in a nutshell folks right there out to see the game <laughs> bring in the family the kids got the tie cap pants on everybody else has knockoff Adidas. They look like Russians, like Russians that squat. You know, you ever notice that they squat a lot, the Russian people in their they pictures? Do. Why do they do that? They call it the, the Slavic crouch, I heard. It's actually got a name.
0: I should you, ask my wife. You
2: consume that much vodka, I guess you can't stand up. Right. Maybe that's it.
0: Slavic should, I, should I? Mike, should I grab Kate and see what she says? Now, here's my Get question.
2: It. Was, was hey. that outfit for the kid laid out the night before, or did she just buy it that day?
1: I think oh, she that. found it somewhere near the stadium before they got to the game it was my (laughs) guess it was probably somebody else's pants
0: oh wait i'm looking at this dude that guy's got a mullet if he wasn't wearing a hat like he's got the pure mullet look at the hair sticking out the back
1: no that's the i think that's the person behind him my wife said the same thing she thought wow he's got beautiful flowing locks so
0: uh that disappoints
1: me but you can see, you can see, and the, the reason why this caught me so so well, and they're in front of a garbage can. That's even better. Yep. And this is why it's a perfect tweet. Our fans <laughs> out here excited for the home opener. There's 12 people in the entire stadium. <laughs> um, there's 37 likes on the photo. They're in front of a garbage can.
2: Oddly and, enough, yeah. those, all those likes were people that were at the stadium.
1: That's a Hamilton. That's a <sighs> Hamilton uh, uh, tie cat promo right there. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: They lost. They lost the Grey Cup, right? Were they in the mm-hmm. Grey Cup? They were in the Grey Cup. They lost the Grey yeah, Cup. Yeah, they lost. They lost. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I just, I just remember the CFL has its moments. Like I remember, like so, boys, you got to hear this. So last year, I think it was. How do I stop sharing, Mike? There you go. Oh my god. There you go. Um, last year, the Ticats and the Argos played in the in a in a playoff game. Yeah. And the Argo players legit got into a full out fist fight with the Hamilton Tiger Cat fans. Oh my! Yeah. God. Like I mean, jumped into the stands, like fucking Meta World pieced it and just like <laughs> fucking swung at them and went at it. It was
1: just. We watched that video together on the Dean Show. Remember? We did.
0: Yeah, we you did. Were, you came yes. on
1: to uh, to break that down with us.
0: I did. I broke. I was. Well, I was the official CFL correspondent during the gray during the the run up to the Grey Cup last year i have and, never
1: laughed so hard in my fucking life than i did with you when you gave that cfl report when we had the two minute drill when i wrote and, it down
0: and read it like i had a learning disability yeah like you you were actually
1: <laughs> reading it off of a cue card <laughs> probably one of the and i was talking about
0: the gray cup of all things i was talking <laughs> about the championship <laughs> and i knew fuck all and i was reading to be honest with you I could have wrote that down and did it properly and pretended like I knew what I was saying, but I legit needed, well, I remember my, so my first ever show with Dean, I just offended Lachlan because I didn't know the gray cup was even coming up. Right. right. He's like, you don't, he's like, you don't know. And I'm like, I had no idea. I said, I just found out it was the playoffs. <laughs> I said, when that fight video broke out.
1: <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he proceeded for six months to not know your name. Do you remember that motherfucker? He had no yeah. idea who you were. Who's that blogging guy? Football talking God. with Ron, or um,
0: I felt there was there was a time that I felt so <laughs> ousted by the Dean Blundell Network. It was so, yeah. Locke would just call me whatever name came up, or the football guy one game. day one day ryan's sitting there and he's like look they were showing a video of like some fucking loser and he's like look you just know he's a fucking loser look at his hat he's like every guy that has the fucking straight brim hat look <laughs> at these fucking losers and i'm like i'm sitting there with my hat on going motherfucker and then dean's, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then for no reason whatsoever in the same show he's just dean's like i don't even understand these fucking guys in january who are buying iced coffee and i'm just like for fuck's sake i don't even know why i'm here <laughs> okay, i don't even know why i'm here we fucking lachlan cr- doesn't we- know who i am fucking ryan's got issues with my hat <laughs> dean's talking to me about my fucking coffee i gotta just resign
1: <laughs> oh my I'm god stuck. that was so it was so good it was like it, that i do remember that exact and that was one that you weren't even on the show that day and no. you tweeted afterwards and you said you've given me a like some sort of like life crisis now because everything about today's here show is about me
0: here I am fucking bragging about, like, oh, I'm on the Dean Blondell Network. Now I'm talking to like, don't watch, don't watch,
1: don't watch. <laughs> Never mind, I wasn't on there. So I'm good. Not, yeah, I'm no, we're, we we love having you. Uh, you're actually one of our, our, our most favorite loved guests on the show. So uh, I'm glad you're here. So
0: I don't, I don't believe you. No, well, I believe you. I you believe should. you. But you know what, though? I'm going to, um, we can talk about it on this show because Dean doesn't watch. It's, um,
3: somebody likes Ray.
0: <laughs> that was the best because i didn't get it at first yeah. i didn't When dean study dean did a spot on their show and he's like i like ray and i didn't and mike tweeted out somebody likes ray and i didn't get it for like a week i didn't it's like i still don't and it blew up and i'm like i don't get this joke it's and then so good i don't know um,
1: what i was mad at you for on that that show do you remember that remember i got because, mad at you for something
0: because dean yes I, i'll tell you exactly what it is because you guys had that – I he's not my favorite guest, but he's a regular. You had that conspiracy guy on the show. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. And not mine either.
0: That was a twisted, dark fucking show. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got fucked up twice because of it because you're like – you could tell. Okay, so you know when you can tell someone's like, let's not talk about this. Yeah. You're like, let's not talk about this. And then Dean's like, no, you got a problem. Let's talk about it. So then you brought it up and you're like, I've got an issue because he's doing what we hate and yada, yada, yada. But because Mm -hmm. you're his friend, you know, you're whatever. And then Dean invited the guy back on to (laughs) to talk to you about it. And I just messaged you and I was like, dude, I'm totally on your fucking side. First of all, it is, it was totally hypocritical. I totally agree. It's not i had this whole plan when dean came on of setting this up and being like i felt bad for ryan but i said something and then he i gave him a chance to respond i can't remember what he but you know sometimes dean says something and you don't know how the fuck to respond yeah to it he and,
1: runs with something and yeah. you're just yeah you're like i'm now i'm my entire plan here is gone
0: yeah so he yeah. left me with marbles in my mouth so <laughs> 10 minutes after I messaged you (laughs) or like maybe 20 minutes after you and I had had a conversation and we actually had like a, we went back and forth about it after we had gone back and forth. I was like, no, dude, totally get what you're saying, blah, blah, blah i tried to bring it up on the show started it as like a dude it was awkward because if you start if you watch i start with like dude that was one of like i was sitting at home Brian. i was at home watching and i felt awkward you know what oh, i mean yeah. and i and i had nothing to do with it so i was like so i'm trying to tell him like dean i get this clip. But like i was awkward and then he said something, fucked me up, and then he ran and we never came back to it. So then you're sitting there like, What the fuck, man? You just say all this shit, and then you say the opposite, but I never got to where I was trying to go with it. I was laughing,
1: I was I was laughing because I know exactly what happened because I was watching me. the show, right? He, yeah, you got dean, yeah. right? So yeah. and it was and I just thought this'll be fun next time you're on. We'll say I got a bonus well, break with you now. No, but you know what though, but fuck sp- you. Spreading- spreading lies because on your show about me and uh and fuck you though because you what You're you did you was signaling. you incited
0: a fucking text message conversation between me and a friend of mine here that I almost murdered
1: him. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, this is what let's let's listen to it. Do you have to listen? I do. Oh my.
0: Just once like do you wanna do you wanna split you now? Want to Mario. What? Yeah. Sorry. I, I totally took Mario off. Guys, I fucked I this whole show up from the beginning. Mario, thank you so much for coming. Follow him at hashtag 2.0. Make sure you go over to the hashtag sports YouTube channel. Check their shit out. These guys are great. Him and Paul. Paul will come on the show one day. Mario, one day. thank you for not fucking. Usually you're the peacekeeper between Mike and I. Thank you for just allowing this to turn into a big thing today.
2: <laughs> it was. It was. And it was, was great. Great, great to meet. Re- great to meet you, Ryan. You guys. It was great easy. to
3: meet you too, Mario. Good right. luck, down yeah, uh, South. Yep. Thanks for being my backup, man. He left. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm he, to stage is he from? He's from Buffalo. Like Buffalo? he's from Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So. Oh, yeah, so I'm pulling up the text. That's how I knew he texted me They had to go. Uh, dude, me and this guy don't even really talk anymore because he fucking irritated me so much that day.
1: Oh, shit. I caused, oh, the, just, do- I caused the domestic. That Mike. much time well, hasn't even passed. Thank it's you. not <laughs> even
0: that. Mike knows my pet peeve in life is stupid people. Like, stupid people irritate That's why we love you. Me. Yo, the bald guy called you out. That's how he fucking starts the conversation. Not, the hey, I was watching Dean Bondell. How is doing this? My response, <laughs> who? Question mark. <laughs> yo, the ball guy, dude. He called you out publicly. Mm. Who? <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> we still haven't got that part.
0: No, I'm like, who? He's like, yo, the Dean guy. I'm not even fucking kidding you. The Dean guy. The dean guy. I'm like, <laughs> what dean got and i'm not even like at this point even thinking dean blendell because from time to time mike and i get called out by other football youtube yeah. stuff like because of like team chatter so i thought somebody was talking shit on the patriots and we're coming at mike and i so i'm like so i'm thinking who the fuck is dean i don't know a fucking dean you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm going to yeah so i'm like motherfucker this is my response motherfucker who the fuck called me out who's the Dean <laughs> guy He's like, yo, the fucking bald guy on the Dean, the fucking bald guy with Dean fucking called you out. There's nothing in my head. That's thinking Ryan Brian. Lindley called me out. You know what I
4: mean? So
0: my response is, oh my God, when I see you, I'm going to actually fucking fight you. <laughs> he goes, so then, then he goes into a full explanation I was watching the Dean Blundell show today and the bald Ryan guy said that you and him have a problem and he's going to talk to you. There it is. So I'm like, by this point though, you had already seen me tweeting my frustration and had told me (laughs) it was you. So I'm like, so I decide to say, what did he say? Yeah. just to fuck why i put myself through this you know what i mean i could have went and watched it myself you wouldn't tell me what you said i'm just like what did he say yo yeah yeah he, yeah, he called you out i'm like <laughs> i ended with fuck you don't talk to me
1: don't talk to me ever it again. was
0: i had never <laughs> i had never been that fucking frustrated in my life the bald guy called you out which guy
1: oh that's so <laughs> goddamn know? funny I love uh, it. I like and 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 the which one the bald guy? Yeah, but which bald guy? The bald guy, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> he's such a f- oh for fuck's sakes the bald guy the dean guy the like, dean guy. <laughs> the bald dean guy. <laughs> so again, again, the bald dean guy would not make me think of Dean Blundell. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of who do I know that's bald that's named Dean? <laughs> and honest to God, I only know like two Deans in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, they both have common. hair. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> like...
1: All right. Great. That was a
0: great Sin- show. Since we have you here, let me ask you a couple more questions.
1: Yeah, sure. I've been no First rush, of but- all,
0: fantastic job last night on the, uh, the indigenous uh, spaces piece. Yeah. Uh, very for those of you in the u.s yesterday in canada was uh national indigenous people's day here um and then coming up very soon will be uh national reconciliation day again um we did recognize that uh, we had a big long conversation our work that day and we recognized the day and that type of thing and then um i only got to catch up with the last 20 minutes or so of it but very just the good questions good things good everything very good
1: i wasn't supposed to actually i, I, I had not no intention <laughs> on speaking and i um it's somebody that i follow that is a really good voice for indigenous people here right and i'm a big advocate for indigenous rights indigenous um you know uh, just uh, we gotta we gotta we gotta stop doing what we're doing you know so I said, I'm going to listen in because I love learning from her because she's funny and she's uh, very, very knowledgeable. She knows a lot of stuff. And I just hopped in and as soon as I guess she saw me, she realized that the dialogue would be good. So I'm like, okay, go into interview mode. Problem is I was fucking half ripped last night in the garage, smoking darts, drinking. did Good. Because I didn't know I, because afterwards I uh, had a like hour long conversation with our lawyer, <laughs> Rob, and uh it was about it wasn't anything like crazy, it was cottages up north. We were talking about <laughs> he wants to buy a cottage, so we were just talking about that. But I he's like, dude, you wasted <laughs> well, I said, buddy. I just got off like the most serious Twitter space I've ever been on. This fucked up. So yeah. Uh, but it was a good it was a great show. Um and yeah, it was uh, it was Fuck, nice. Imagine so I saw you I, actually, were sober? I pop in. Yeah, I I I saw you pop in. I was I was glad you were there. You did you stuck around, so it was it was nice.
0: No, I I always do. I find um, you're really good at a lot of different things, and you're passionate about different things. I love Dean. You know, I love Dean. Yep, same. And you know, and Dean's a guy. Him and I had a disagreement on Twitter a couple weeks ago, which turned into a DM session between him and I, and. You know, at the end, it was very civil, and he, you know, and I, and I told him, I said, "Listen, there, there's only like a handful of people in this world I would have this type of response with, especially from a fucking tweet." You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I respect you for that. However, I love listening to you because Dean will listen to both sides of the story when he's not on air. You know what I mean? As soon as he's on air, he's different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you ha- yeah,
1: you have you have on air Dean and off air Dean. Absolutely, one hundred percent. where i find
0: when i talk to you whether it's through dm whether you you know i'm watching you on air whether i'm watching you on sheep when i'm on sheeple shepherd like you're the same consistent person across the board it's uh i appreciate you as a broadcaster like
1: that it it makes it makes it tough though because i like i have a ton of respect for what he does the way he does that the way he can shut it off and turn it on and as a human Dean Blundell is like the fucking sweetest, nicest man yes. you'll ever meet in your life. You know, like we were, we were over at his house on Saturday. Um, we went and we had lunch, like he cooked lunch for us. I was bringing some, some merch mistakenly got shipped to my house rather than his. So I said, I'll just come out on Saturday. So I went out, we brought the dog, Ashley and the kid came. Like we went out we, we had a nice afternoon. It was like a, a pre father's day, couple of dads yeah. hanging out, right? His kids were there. My kids there. It was nice. <laughs> total different guy right but you get on air and he has a switch and it's a and it's a gift when it comes to and that's why he's so successful at what he does is because he's able to take he like he's a driver Lachlan Lachlan always talks about drivers and and and, and I'm learning so much from those two on that podcast because I've always wanted to do this but I never did it in a uh any sort of professional way. Yeah. But. I've learned so much from those two guys in the last like year and a half alone that no broadcast school ever teach you nothing of like doing this like uh, any other way other than being in the thick of it with two of the, like the most seasoned veteran Canadian broadcasters there are. And he's got that, he's got that way of, it doesn't, he will get, he has a plan and he's going through with that plan. And yeah. it doesn't matter what the fuck you think about it. <laughs> and he's just going to get it done. And then you'll talk afterwards and it's, it, yeah. it's not, you, you can't it, like, you can't not get a word in edgewise. You, like sometimes there's, there's silences where you're like, oh, I guess, I, I guess I should talk here now. It's not like on the show, you know, you can actually yeah. have a conversation, you know, it's nice. So I always make the joke that I'm always, because they're the two of them are a couple of decks when it comes to like needing to, to hear their own voices. I always say, um, they, and uh, like, I'll go to make a point and they'll both start talking. And I'll just, and you'll see me. And I'll be like
0: Yep. This. Well, <laughs> like, the last, the last time I was on, I was trying to say something. And I guess I, you know, there's always that delay. So I guess I started speaking as he started speaking and he gave me like a, no, 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 no. Like, and I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm the one who's interrupting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? I'm, I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Okay. Go ahead. I'm the problem in the conversation.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. but no,
0: I get it. I love it's, being. fantastic and and i'll tell you the respect i have for all of you guys because mike knows this um i'm i'm a dick in a sense but i'm like a football dick i'm like i always say i'm a lovable dick like i'm a guy like i'm gonna piss you off but at the end of the day you're probably still going to want to have a beer with me like it's hard to hate me that's what lachlan
1: calls me lachlan calls me it's not dick it's the other one it's it's more of a british slang he says i'm the lovable one and yeah. uh, I'm not going to say it on your show, but no, no, yeah, I got it. Yeah, 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 that's what he yeah. calls me. So it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. we're the same people. Yeah.
0: um, <laughs> But I don't have the skin that you guys have. Like the shit, because I can't deal with stupid people, I don't get insulted. Mike knows that. Like you can't insult me. Yeah. And I'm very sarcastic. Like we had a guy email me uh, through the website. And I, what was it? Mike fucking seven fucking yeah, paragraphs. Seven paragraphs, like basically, and, like, you don't know what you're talking about, you're a piece of shit. And my response to any stick to fucking Canadian football, like, just gave me this whole oh, thing, wow. and my response to him was, I don't like the CFL. Like, that was my response, right? That's like, beautiful. that's that's who I am,
1: right? That's beautiful.
0: Um, I can take that shit. That stuff doesn't bother mm-hmm. me. Like, call me everything under the yeah, sun, it's fine. But I don't have the patience for stupidity. So, like, I got into, I got into a fight with a comic book store. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every good yep. story starts with that, just so you guys know. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Mike knows this one clearly. I got like this serious, like this went on for yep. days. Me in this comic book store going back and <laughs> forth. And I was getting so fucking mad because he yeah. the guy who was running the comic book store was so fucking stupid that like i ended up having to block him because i was going to fucking like kill myself <laughs> over his
3: stupidity wasn't you- the initial the initial tweet was a troll The response to the the serious like angry response was a troll and like third time around this guy is still going like you're a piece of shit oh Oh,
0: yeah yeah like i just kept responding with stupidity like my shit was like i was making it very fucking clear don't take what i say serious you know what i mean like there's yeah. nothing serious about what i'm talking about right now and yeah. i mean we tell our audience that all the time like when i get when i get a death threat which is more often than people fucking think for a football podcaster oh, yeah. you know yeah. what i mean and like i get like
1: fucking at least once you use our social media for a day <laughs> oh yeah but you guys are different you guys
0: you guys address serious shit Tonight, my first five minutes there was the, the most serious we've ever had on this that show. Was a, on that life. was
1: actually really good, by the way. Good for yeah, you. <laughs>
0: thank you. I appreciate it. But that's Mike, that's, the, that's as serious as we've ever gotten live. Like, we've had some yeah. serious off-air talk but live. That's yeah. been our most serious talk. So I get fucking death threats over, like, I'll get one over Gronkowski tonight. I won't get one over calling people stupid and not understand politics. I will get a fucking Gronk did so much for the Patriots when I see you. I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm always just like, guys, we talk about football. Like there's so many serious issues in this world. Don't get this mad. It's football. Like Mike, when Mike is upset about football, not at me, but at football in general. Like I'll just write him back. I'm like, oh, you're tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> like I
1: can't deal with you right now. Like, you know what uh, I think? It, you know what I think it is, right? And I, I've had this theory for a bit, and that's why you see like the that onslaught, like that in- slew of Karen videos that you see that float around the <laughs> internet where people are just absolutely unhinged in a Starbucks because of like an order got fucked up. We don't know how to separate anything anymore when it comes to emotions. We don't know how to compartmentalize emotions for a serious thing and then a frivolous thing. And I don't want to say sports is frivolous, it's very important because it is it's it's a release it should be a release from those serious things. And got guys like you were really important in that aspect because you give people especially now if nobody's like i don't like anything but nfl football the fuck am i watching right now i'm just gonna get pent up and angry i get to watch guys like you so (laughs) i just don't think we know how to do that anymore and i think i think we've lost it that art of you know what yeah this is a silly conversation and we're just silly arguing you know i'll call you an idiot because you like
3: us but, but i'm kind of being serious you. here do you think we've lost it or do you think it's that we're carrying it with us all the time right like we have our phones with us all the time so we're connected to each other all the time you can't just like drive down the street anymore and be like you know what? i'm gonna go for a drive and i'm gonna forget about this because the whole time your phone's just i have a
0: bit of a theory on this though okay so you and i had this discussion
3: i mike. agree with you though mike <clears throat> yeah
0: no i agree but here's my thing and mike you and i have had this discussion Mm -hmm. if you would have told me pre-pandemic that i talked to people who i've never met in person online more than i fucking see my friends in real life i would have laughed at you called you a fucking nerd called you everything else like i'm i was the go out with the boys friday night for some beers watch the game saturday with the kids like i was an in-person thing and then like i'm sitting there on a fucking friday night on discord with mike and a bunch of guys and we're talking shit i've never met any of them in person i've never met any of you guys in person over on the dean show and we could actually see each other we're not that far
1: right oh no
0: like i live in fucking Newmarket. i know that's not far from dean at all you know what i mean and no exactly but i've never met anybody but i everybody talks online when dean and i talk off air we have a fucking zoom chat You know what I mean? Like I literally could drive to his house in 20 minutes. You know what I mean? But we have Zoom chats and it's like, it's, it's changed. But I also think that it's also connected me to social media. And I had a podcast way pre pandemic. I've been doing this since 2017. I've been doing the, not actually podcast, the YouTube thing. The podcast is actually new, but the, the YouTube thing. But I've been so since the pandemic connected to social media and the toxicity that twitter has turned into since i mean talk it was always a bit toxic it got yeah. crazy from 2020 onward that i feel like because we don't separate ourselves from that i think there's times and i put myself in this category that i can't separate reality from social media anymore that like something somebody will say something to me or something will happen and i will react in a way that yeah. i know i never would have done in person before that's a social media reaction me where i got a kind of check myself
1: and in, be yeah.
0: like, okay, Ray, relax. I am a rational, normal thinker. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm a so I can recognize okay, you're going down a rabbit hole you never would have gone before. You got somebody who's got a little bit of a lack of confidence who gets all their confidence from Twitter because they have a follow. Look at that Mike, you probably won't know this guy, but look at that fucking uh the Big roofer or whatever the fuck his oh, name yeah. is, right? Yeah, Josh Bigger or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. bigger roofer. That's it. That's a guy that you know knows six people in real life. You know what I mean? Like he does not have a big circle yet. He gets this following on social media, so he starts getting these fucking balls that he's never had before. Yeah. And again, it's why I I say it all the time I hate the left, I hate the right, I hate the middle, I hate everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate everybody with an opinion, and that's everybody today, right? But yeah. I feel like now it's leaked over into real life, and that's why we have these fucking convoys. I don't even know what the fuck they're arguing anymore. You know what I mean? We have this shit. Look, at least the first convoy, there was still stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, now yeah. it's like, I don't get now it. Now everything's gone. I mean? And, yeah. you know, you now have Americans weighing in on Canadian issues, but using American laws to talk about Canadian shit and,
1: and that's how and, that's how bled over everything is and i think you're right social media has done that because it, it's it in in ways i remember david bowie back in the 90s said that you know internet's going to be a great thing but it's also going to destroy us and, and i'm paraphrasing but he was absolutely correct because what it's done it's done a great thing in connecting us uh to to cultures and things that we don't if you're open to that kind of thought processes and 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 that that's where your heart is on the other hand it's confused people to the point where they think that it's that it's, i swear it's now now that i'm thinking of it you hear this oh well these guys they want this one world order and blah 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 it's like no you're making like that's the world you live in you think it's all one world because you're talking to people from both countries and You think that that's, it's not the reality. Like people just don't know how to separate it anymore. And it's, it's scary. It's, it's, it's a scary place to be in society. Thankfully, thankfully the fringe is the loudest and it's a minority. The majority of people are like you, they don't fucking care. They're like, fuck off. I don't, I don't really care, but we are also susceptible to falling into it. Like you just said, we you've seen us you know how we act online you know and yes a lot of that's click stuff that we do it's for content and but and then sometimes you think am i doing a disservice as long as the Mm -hmm. the articles in the the right frame of mind if we're on the right side of the of, of, of virtue here i guess we're okay but at the same time we're not we're not shy to want the the, the drive the revenue the click oh
0: 100 right. and mike knows that with Mike, mike can look at a tweet i put out and know 100 percent if i met what i wrote or okay this guy's just stirring the pot he's just yeah. trying to get attention right now you know yeah. what i mean like yeah,
1: it's we're guilty of that. we do that yeah. all the time but it's the business right that's what it that's we the do. business
0: we're in though that's that's yeah. it and we well, and
1: we, we've made we've made very clear over the last few weeks especially with the klondike paper thing that that we've just gone through um We're not the news, guys, and we keep trying to tell people. We're just reading the news, and we talk to people that make the news, and then you can make up your own mind. We're not telling you how to think. We're just telling you what we see. We're giving our opinion on it, absolutely. We're not stating this fact, but we're giving you an opinion. And if you'd like to go out and figure it out on your own, you're more than welcome to, or you can tune the fuck out and don't watch us. (laughs) Don't do that, though.
0: But what's really weird is no, but it's a good point because I have tuned the fuck out and stopped watching you guys. Oh yeah, like for a show, you know what I mean? Because this mm-hmm. is the thing, and I've told you guys this in person. This is nothing new to you. No, you know, um, everybody knows I'm a Christian. It's not a yeah, secret. Yeah, the religion, anybody, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, and sometimes you know, and sometimes it's I can little... take it, and sometimes it gets a little heavy, and I'm yeah. like, when you, it's when it's when it gets too generalized. When you're Understood. focused in. You know what I mean? When you're focused in, I'm like, okay, they're going out. I know what they're talking about. That's not yeah. me. But once it starts becoming a very generalized conversation, I'm like, you know what? I got to I gotta dip,
1: right? Understood. I,
0: but I don't hold it against you guys. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't. I just, yeah. and, and if you came on here and I was going off about whatever and you didn't like what I was saying and you were getting, I don't know, I don't want to say upset, but you were feeling uncomfortable about it, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to stop watching me you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. and then come back when we're talking about something else because it's it's what it is look dean and i philosophically disagree on whether people should work from home or be in the office you know what i mean i'm actually yeah. a be in the office guy you know I, what i mean and i'm
1: the other i'm i'm the other way as <clears throat> yeah. well i think actually you- I, I believe in the hybrid i believe now that we've dis- we've discovered this the dirty yeah. secret is out there that it is possible to do this then you should give your employees the choice or at least give them the opportunity, which I'm lucky enough to have that. I'm in the office. Yeah. I'm back in the office. But if I do need a day where I, I need, you know, if someone's coming okay. to fix the AC, I don't have to burn a vacation day now. I can yeah. work from home. And my boss so, is cool with it, you know, so it's, it's good for stuff like that. So I understand. Sorry, yeah, and go I, on. And you were saying this philosophical no, disagreement.
0: Yeah, so we have a philosophical disagreement. That's what That was actually the conversation we're having. And I was laying out to him why. And there's an ec- there is an economic downfall to this that I'm not going to get into right now. But I was telling him the whole thing. It's not necessarily the office workers. It's the non-office workers who now want to work from home but don't have the skill set to work from home but can't figure out why Ryan can work from home. But yeah. dude, who's been a laborer his whole life, why can't I work from home and being in the employment sector? You know what I mean? We're like, yeah. dude, you know what I That's mean? Hard. Like, let's be real. And, and it's it's hurting manufacturing. There's a big labor shortage and there's more. I've also been like, and I think this is because of the way people reacted at our work to returning to the office. And we are an in-service, we are an in-person service. Person so service, yeah, really irritating me when people are like, we got to be hybrid. And I'm like, no, we have to be there for our clients. Like we have yeah. to actually start helping them. And I was getting irritated. People were like, well, we're not safe. And I'd be like, there's 16-year-olds at fucking the grocery store that have faced this pandemic before vaccines, before we even mm-hmm. knew to wear fucking masks. How the fuck can we get off and say it's not safe to go to our office, put on our N95s, sit yeah. in our fucking office all day, and talk to a client from 40 feet away when mm-hmm. these people were dealing with maskless customers in their face at the peak of, of you know transitions? And yeah. we're talking Delta.
3: You know what I mean? We're yeah. talking
0: when there was this was original illness. recipe. Yeah. And what I mean, I always say, <laughs> like,
3: yeah, like that.
0: Mike knows this. I caught I caught COVID pre, pre like I always say I caught COVID when COVID was COVID. I caught it before these fucking genetic freaks started coming the out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you caught the OG. the OG COVID and I prayed for death. Everybody <laughs> I, knows that I had a bad yeah, reaction. A to bad COVID. Yeah. I know someone who had it that fucking, you know, had a the he thought he had allergies. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it turned out I know somebody
1: really- that had it that was absolutely <laughs> asymptomatic. so 100 but kept testing positive so yeah so
0: anyways i'm not gonna so we philosophically disagree about it and we've had we had a conversation about it about where i stand and where he stands and it's from two different standpoints however we can walk away from that conversation nobody's mad you know what i mean you had your opinion i had my opinion and we walk away and it's okay. We're like, I find now, and you know what? I, I see people are like, "Oh, the right is fucking awful," and I tell my saying, "I'm like, the left is just as bad." I'm like, the yep. far left, far right, Absolutely. they're they're t- they're both extremists on either side. It's like, 100. We like, I'm a pro vaxer. Everybody knows I'm a pro vaxer in the sense of I right. I'm vaxxed, my family's vaxxed, this and that. Yep. But I get really upset at the fucking ultra vaxxed
1: mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The ones the, hiding under their bed still screaming yeah. and yelling. Yeah, where i'm just no, like I, I totally
0: shut the fuck up yeah. you know what i mean like stop it like you know what i mean like yeah. okay and then i get yeah. i hate them as much as i hate an anti-vaxxers like I what i say i equally hate if you're not apolitical i equally hate everybody
1: yes. you know what I mean? <laughs> that's kind of it right and there's a, there's there's a there's a zen in that um i think and that's what keeps you i think that keeps you sane um, and how other anybody can, how anybody can identify and, and I hate it. And this is what, this is what scares me. What was happening in this country right now is we've never been about identity politics like they're in the States. And now we are and we're yep. getting there. And, uh, actually what, what really irked me the other day was seeing Pierre Pauleve, um, pushing merch. Yeah. I thought it's Trump all over again. This is just Trump all pushing over again. Pushing
0: merch for the convoy, for yeah. the protest, pushing. Yeah. And again, like pushing for the protest
1: you know what exactly. i mean and for, and for a protest to end what to for more freedom okay but nobody's ever like I, i've i've begged and begged and i've got a lot of media people that follow me and i've begged them and i've begged them openly i've begged them directly next time you are in oppressor, with i want him to define it anytime you're talking to a, a poli- any politician of any stripe i want you to define the word freedom and i want you to that's define what freedom is to a canadian i want to hear it from from their from their mouth and you'll never get an answer
0: the fact that the three of us from two different countries are having this conversation at this moment proves the freedoms that we have you know what i mean no. however i'm going to tell you guys the scarier thing okay. forget the forget the yeah the the party politics is is scary you know what i mean i'll yeah, tell you bro. what the scarier thing is first time in my life i didn't vote and i know i was one of the guys that dean called out you know what I mean? I know uh, I was one of those people. I
1: did you forget, or did you actually do that on purpose?
0: No, I sat there and looked at my wife and said, "I cannot give anybody a vote. Like, I can't. I can't be a part of this." And I have been someone. My wife never used to vote, and I used yeah. to be the person going, "Like, go waste your ballot." That's what I used to tell her. Go waste your ballot. At the very least, get something counted. We need to show. I said, because I, I always say that if we got 90% vote turnouts at every election, they'd have no choice but to listen to us. You know what I mean? Nice. Because every election would mean
3: so much. Yep. I had never thought of that before. <clears throat> yeah. Put, put it yeah. in an empty ballot. Yeah. That's a yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah.
1: Called spoiling your ballot.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Spoil your ballot, but at least it's illegal, but yeah, you spoil it, but spoil it. At least it gets counted that someone voted. Like it was counted as a vote. Um, I have lost faith in government and that's fair as much as i've always stayed a political we've had mike knows we've had lots of off-air conversations i'm very in what's happening political or politically around the world right. um i was i think i still may be my membership may be coming up ryan i was a member of the conservative party of canada and i was a member of the conservative of uh, the ontario pcs you know what i mean i was mm-hmm. i always considered myself a middle right mm-hmm. i mean that's, a, right. that's
1: where i used to lean yeah i always I mean, back in the normal days I was always a I was fiscally conservative but socially liberal, right? So,
0: and that's the way I am too. I'm a social worker. I have to have I have to have liberal values. You know what I mean to do what I do. Um, But I've looked at what has happened to the conservative party. I mean, dude, I fucking volunteered on Christine Elliott's campaign. You know what I mean? Like I was the one of the guys putting signs on lawns. Like now, I do want to say that I was a Patrick Brown guy i don't know what the fuck has happened to him in the last six months
1: what what, were his like he like i like john Charette. that's anything good for you yeah you know i I mean i mean out of the the choices that you have yeah but that so
0: that's the thing i'm looking at right now is i looked at provincially uh, harvath just spoke she never had an idea I didn't know the fuck DeLuca was. (laughs) I I knew he was the right hand man of women. No one knew who he was. No. Ford is fucking Ford. I would have voted for Ford's fucking crackhead brother before I would have
1: voted for Doug. He was a better politician, just so everybody's aware. Rob was
0: a great politician and Rob actually fucking cared. Like Rob actually cared about the people when he was the mayor. He just happened to be a crackhead.
1: That's probably why.
3: Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm an American, and I know who that is. Yeah, oh, everybody is. knows. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows. As everybody
1: Rob knows. Ford. So his oh, brother yeah. is
0: our premier, Mike, like our our, yeah. Governor. You know yeah, what our mean? governor. Yeah, our
1: governor of Ontario yeah, is, yeah. His, is his, his crack crack heads crack heads brother. brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I agree. I like I, and you know what? It's a, it's fair. I don't uh, I don't subscribe to it. I I'm a I was a a big pusher of um strategic voting this time around but at that same point we saw what that did and all that did was um you you it depended on what poll you listened to and polling is skewed so you can't even get it from from like there's no way to actually discern who's doing what and what and so that was kind of a waste of time as we saw well and our voter turnout is dismal
0: And I believe because I think a lot of people are like me where I have lost faith. I've lost faith in government because I look at, um, we got a federal election coming up in two, uh, who knows there's a, I won't call it a coalition, but there's, there's, (laughs) it could be in three years, but there's, there's, there's an agreement with, (laughs) with the liberals and the NDP to to not do it. So Mike here in Canada, if our government is minority government, like they don't win the house. Cause we only have one house. Yeah, I,
3: I, I, well, I know how it works. If you want okay. to explain it to people, well, uh, like,
0: Let me explain uh, it to all the Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So like where in the States you have like the house and the Senate and this is like we, when you vote here, you don't vote for the prime minister. You vote for, they the don't vote for
1: sheriffs. You don't vote for judges. You <laughs> no. vote for, you yeah.
0: vote for the party. And if the party needs so many seats, and if they win, they got a majority government, which means they can make all the decisions, the opposition will scream and yell, but there's nothing they can do. You have a
1: parliamentary system.
0: Yes. Yes. Or you have what we have now, it's called a minority government. And normally, every two years, we have an election with a minority because nothing can get done because the other two parties just say no. So what's happened is we also have a three-party system in Canada. Some people argue four, but we have a three-party system in Canada. (laughs) Two and a Uh, half. Two and a half, <laughs> even better. <laughs> you know what's weird? I've always said if Singh went conservative, I would vote for Singh. Or if he went liberal, I like Singh. I fucking uh,
1: hate his TikTok shit. I, I hate him. his
0: TikTok shit, God. but I think yes. he he has a lot of good ideas. He doesn't so, have
1: a lot of uh, he doesn't have a lot of chops when it comes to actually knowing how government works, and that's what scares me about Singh. Um, he's a he's a good dude. Don't get me wrong. He's one of those guys. I'd love to sit down and have a beer with that guy. I'd yeah. party with the dude. I just don't think he makes a very good politician, uh, and it's sad. He, 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 needs, he
0: needs a solid party behind him.
1: He does, and uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not convinced that uh, he's a, a a politician, let alone a leader of a party. And yeah. I, I have a feeling he was he was more of a um, a filler? cosmetic filler for that, and that's uh, well, especially if sad. he was
0: Jack Late. Right, like you lose, you lose as soon as you lost Jack, Layton, you lost the
1: entire party. Yeah, like that, that yeah. party went never ever made it, never never bounced back after Jack died. Right. No. So, I just what do you what's your thoughts on like the way they do it in Australia, mandatory voting?
0: Well, I mean, if you force me to vote, I'll vote. You know what I, mean? I, you know what I
1: want, you know what I want, I don't want mandatory, but you know what I think would be a good idea? What about an incentive? What about a tax
0: Incentivized bonus, but here's my issue here, and here's the issue. So take it from somebody who's voted in every you know, election. So Mike,
3: no. sorry, Mike, Mike. shaking his head. No, no. I'm shaking <laughs> my head because uh, I'm thinking about that in the states, and, and I just it's the idea of incentive. If you want to talk about like giving people a day off to go vote or a couple of days off where voting happens over like mm-hmm. a period of time, maybe anything else. Scared what about it? What about that?
0: a tax exemption? A tax
3: exemption to go out and vote.
1: Yeah, like a tax rebate, like on
0: when you file yeah, your taxes would, at the end. Of it would
3: have it would have to be something universal and regulated, because right, yeah. because otherwise, I'm afraid that it's like, you know, you're gonna have the politician that's gonna say like, oh, you know, if you vote for me, I'm gonna increase your exemption the next time you vote for me. Or something <laughs> yeah, that's like true, that. actually, and like that's well, like as soon as a... you are and we know this happens as soon as you put money in somebody's pocket to say, well, you don't have to vote for me. But you should probably vote for me. You know, you know what most people are gonna do. Well,
0: yeah. and let's also let's also not forget like from the American system as well. First of all. I under I understand the electoral the electoral votes are already confusing. You know what I mean, yeah. and yes. and and they change. That's the thing. It's not like it's the same every election, right? That's like fluid. it changes every election. However, well,
3: they haven't changed in quite a while, and they but don't let, change significantly. But, but yes, let me get here. Yes. In
0: the last twenty years, you've had the opposite party question the legitimacy of the presidency, right? Oh, all, always. It's, but it's I, the but American. No, but standard. I mean from a voting standpoint. You had Bush gore, right? where mm-hmm. to this day, the Democrats will say that that was, that Florida was rigged, yeah, Florida, yeah. and that Bush didn't win, and you've right. got Trump on the other side not legitimizing. But that's one thing I can say we haven't had here yet in Canada, where I don't think so, unless it happened in history, I don't know, but no. where you, you're not like, that's scary, right? Yeah, where you're looking at, where you working. can turn around and say, he didn't really win. It was corrupt. You know what I mean? Yeah, and now right. it, it just, and that's where mandatory voting becomes scary, right? And and I think Mike's right. <laughs> there's already a precedence of corruption and not accepting things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether there's corruption or not, there's already, uh, you know what I mean, a standard there. And if you start adding taxation, you'd be able to call foul on every election.
1: I just hate, I know? just hate that we have to have this conversation that people don't take this. They take it the, for granted your so You're democratic,
0: hard. right? And I get it, right? And they, I feel terrible because I was that guy. But that's why I'm saying it's scary. So you're looking at a guy who's voted in understood. every election ever, who looks at every candidate at both levels of government and mm-hmm. goes, I hate fucking Trudeau. I really do. Yeah, that same. C- C11 is going to fuck guys like you and I right yes, up the ass. Yeah. I mean... I'm not gonna. I just. I told Mike this. Like, I got to stop monetizing things because I'm just gonna get fucked over. It's not even gonna be worth it to me anymore. And if I maybe if I don't monetize it, maybe like my shit can stay on air.
3: You know what I mean? So isn't that crazy? This is no. what I want for the U.S. system, and I'll, I'll say this. Okay, so I know voter ID is a big hot button issue for people, and I'm not sure why, but as an IT guy, I would love for you to go to a voting place, you put your little voter ID card in basically scan that you're in vote for who you want scan out, which basically confirms I voted, give the actual ballot to the person gets digitized. And then you can go online and it's like a two-step verification. You can go, that's who I voted for. That's see what it. I want. But that's actually,
0: just... that's, that's a good, that's a good idea. Mike. That's because a great idea. then
3: anybody who wanted could then take a picture of that and say, see, that's who I voted for. And yeah. then maybe you could even have a three-step that's like, then you go to the third-party website that submits it for whatever office and says, this is who this person voted for. So you'd have like a triple step so you could never say like, that's not who I voted for. You should float you know that. What I mean You should get who a hold you, of somebody
1: Mike? down there that's in charge and let them know that you got this idea because well, that's actually not well, a problem at all. The issue with
3: that is, you know, quote-unquote the, uh, the uh, dead dead voting, but you could never have the They couldn't scan their card, though. No, no, that's well. Somebody, somebody could scan scan their card for them, but that would get a get rid of a lot of. I think again, use technology to aid people, right? Yeah. Like I have this, I have this problem all the time with anybody again who says like voter ID is racist and stuff like that. Like, no, use it as a technological tool. Like, why are we assigning? like any kind of label to this like Mm -hmm. we give away so much stuff in canada the united states let's just say the western world we can't give them a five dollar voter id card to confirm their vote for a political office that'll outcome the you know yeah or or the the people who or
0: the people who won't want the card that are walking around with an iphone right saying like i'm not fucking doing that
3: Like or, or exactly yeah. so you know how you can you can boop your phone now okay download the voter id app and you can yeah, go and your 1200 phone like yeah you
0: know no no ex- exactly no i totally agree Do qr codes qr codes is the easiest way to do things you know what i mean right. and it pops up on the screen at the voter wherever you're voting there yep that's your face you know what i mean it all yeah. makes sense off you go right no but, i i totally agree with you i just think uh, i just think the issue is is when you have people who have lost faith in government and who didn't before who looks at the options across the board and goes every single one of them is going to fuck me in the ass no matter which way i go and not help that was
3: 2016 in the u.s right like it, you know, before we knew Trump was Trump, quote unquote. You know, like oh, Hillary and Trump. Knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was awful. It was just awful. Like, yeah, and that's what it was. Was a rejection of like, we don't you don't know guys, who to vote for. You guys
0: kind of had that in the second election as well, because you knew Trump was Trump. You know what I mean? And I know, yeah, you have to be careful about showing Trump any support. But I think if we can have a normal conversation here. I know Biden's not the one that was actually the pe- thing people worried about. It was Kamala Harris, right? Because yeah. she's very, she's very, she's extreme left. You know what I well, mean? I'll, t- like,
3: I'll tell you what was wrong yeah. with the democratic field was just the age in general, right? You had Joe Biden who was older and steady. You had they can't ride a bicycle. Right and can't horrible ride. fucking bike rider. <laughs> they all can't horrible. ride bicycles. Bush
0: Bush Super had a bike incident. sweet old incident. man, but
1: he can't fucking yeah. ride a bike to save his. Did life. you hear Trump? I got to go to
0: Trump. Did you hear Trump the other day? He said I promise you, I'll never ride a bike. <laughs> if like
1: he can't bend his knees when he walks. He's never getting on a bike anyway. <laughs> no, he does. He does a shuffle. He doesn't yeah. have knees. You ever seen him bend his knees? He can't. I swear to God, no. he doesn't have knees.
3: <laughs> no, it's just. I don't know. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on it because we could talk about it all yeah. night. Oh, no, and that's why
0: long. I was just talking to General. That's what I'm saying. I just hate everybody now. I hate everybody. Yeah. Po- like, it's hard for me to find. I loved Christine Elliott. I wanted her to actually run for leadership of, of Ontario. And the people I know, he beat her down. Da- he beat her down throughout this oh, whole yeah. pandemic. That's why she wouldn't run again. It's weird because I would gotten an email a week before she resigned asking me if I would volunteer again and like all that type of shit. And then a week later she says she's not running. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, yeah. she, from what I've heard from people I know that are kind of in the know, she was not a yes man to him. And he basically just beat her down and she was only in her spot because they know that she got fucked. Cause she should have been the leader after Patrick Brown and they, out of nowhere, the old boys brought Ford in
1: right. That shake. Yeah. Yeah, side, I'm side. I'm I'm not uh I'm I'm not impressed with any of them. Uh like you say, I'm the same. I don't uh I don't hold any allegiance to any pro- I resigned my positions on the board um two years ago. Uh well no year. I, I don't even know. It was like a year and a half ago maybe. But uh yeah, yeah I uh, I did the same thing. I, I I lost faith in it. And I don't uh I don't know how we get it back. And that's what makes me sad because I look at a country like Ukraine right now and I think about a young democracy like them and you see how fierce they are about defending it. They're so few. And you know why? It's because it's new and it's shiny. Ours is old and it's dull and it's boring and it's the same thing over and over again. And that's why we fall out of it. We, have, we fall out of love with what we have, the freedom that we do have, we take for granted. We listen to snake oil salesmen like Pierre Pauleve or whatever is fucking, I always fuck his name. I swear to God, it's a, it's a, it's a subconscious mental block. I fuck his (laughs) name up every time I say it. Um, It's not by design. I promise I'm not just trying to be a jerk to the guy. I I just, my insides hate him.
0: I am. And um,
1: so so. (laughs) so it's, uh, it makes me, it makes me sad. And, and, uh, but, and then it gives me hope when I see countries like Ukraine going through what they're going through. And their people still just like glory to Ukraine, and I love my country. There's a guy. Um, they uh, our our friend from Global, Sean O'Shea. Sean's over there right now, and Sean um, interviewed a soldier that was a POW that was released on a on a deal, and he was the guy was tortured and you know like electrocuted and all this shit, and he was telling his story, and the the last thing he said to Sean was as soon as I'm better, I want to go back on the front lines. So, so he literally went through something that we go, we, we, our entire day is ruined. If someone puts milk instead of cream in our fucking coffee in a drive through our entire day, like our entire, we talk about it all day long. We, you believe that piece of shit drive through cock fuck it. You know, this guy literally was cattle prodded for weeks and probably beaten and, and wants to go back and get back into it because he loves his country, he loves his democracy, he loves his freedom, and we lost that. We have lost that here. We we tout it, and that's why when when somebody says I'm a proud Canadian, I think I've had this co- discussion with you before. I, when I'm a proud, I'm, I'm I'm I hate I hate when people say that I'm a proud Canadian. That's fucking that's stupid. No, you're not. Why? What'd you do? What did you do? What are you proud of? I'm a grateful Canadian i'm a grateful canadian that i I was given what what the the luxuries that i have in this country i was given them by somebody else who did the hard work i'm not proud i'm a i'm kind of ashamed that i didn't fucking earn them and somebody had to fucking do it for me like a like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I hate I don't like the word proud when it comes to nationality. Like I think you is can ugly.
0: you can say love though, right? Because oh, like, here's the thing. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I love do. this country. And Mike knows this. I love this country. Mm-hmm. I love being a fucking Canadian. I may not have faith in our government right now, but our country is more than our leaders. Absolutely. And that's what I always say. Yeah. And we have good it's our people fucking people here you know what we i mean do. and we have assholes but we have yeah. good people too and we have i think people who we can reform who i was gonna say are, that are strayed. yes yeah. that have strayed and and they found I, I find that some of the things on both sides left and right mm-hmm. you know what i mean that they almost take the gang mentality and suddenly the people who had no purpose in their life have a purpose now whether they understand their purpose or You're not right.
1: There's a very, very, very good, and I want you to check this out if you have a minute. Um, he's a a mentalist from UK. His name is Darren Brown. It's Darren with an E, D-E-R-R-E-N. And he does, he did this mock, um, he fucks with people. Like his his whole job is just to fuck with people's heads, right? And it's And he's really good at it. So he did this mock. Everybody knows who he is. So he has to really be careful how he does these things, but he still gets away with it. It was like a mock um, game show where they followed a guy. They said, we're going to follow this guy with a camera and you're going to decide his fate. And they gave them all Guy Fawkes masks to wear in the audience, like like so that they were literally anonymous people. And every single turn, they fucked with a guy right to the point at the end of the show. And it was all live, right? Like it's live. At the end of the show, it was set up to where he ends up getting arrested at one point. He uh, like all the he runs away from the police van and gets hit by a car and dies. And it was you that did it because the mob mentality Like, and they kept on giving him and they were telling him, listen, you can give him a thousand pounds and he can go on with his night. We'll let him in on the joke. And they had somebody show up at his house and smash his like belongings in his house while he wasn't there. And people were just loving it and loving it, and it was all it was a it was a it was a psychological. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it was a psychological test to see how people act when they're they think they're anonymous and they're in a big group of people, and it fucking worked. And it was disturbing. By the end of the show, they didn't even really they they let them in on it afterwards, and you saw the people leaving the, the the studio dead silent, and everybody was like leaving, like covering their faces because they wanted the masks back. They're covering their faces as they're walking out so people didn't realize who they were because they were all pieces of shit, right? So of course, the mob mentality is, it's it's a real phenomenon. And that, I'm telling you, Darren Brown, check that out. I can't remember what the name of the special was, but it was fucking fascinating.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? It doesn't even have to be a a mob and a big mob, right? And I will check out Darren. I'm going to use a prime example right now. I don't know who Toronto Mike
1: is. Honest to God,
0: right? I found out. He, like, I like, I have no fucking clue. I had who, no this, idea who he was. Either. Who this guy is? yeah um no fucking i still don't actually know what he did to dean you know what i mean like because i'm gonna tell on the show dean's been very
1: vague about
0: you know like i haven't heard like a clear he doesn't want
1: to talk about it it's Lockman when no. he keeps bringing no i know what i'm saying <laughs> i have not keep tweeting us
0: i have not heard a crystal clear explanation i don't listen to his podcast yet the other day i ended up not sending it I almost had, like, something at him. You know what I mean? Because from yeah. something he tweeted about Dean, because for whatever reason, there's... It's not all the time. I just feel this fucking need to defend Dean. You know what I, I mean? Know. As if as if he didn't put himself in that situation. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I almost saw, I, I wrote something. It was nasty. And then I ended up deleting it because I'm like, I don't even fucking know this Why guy. am I getting
1: into this? For all I
0: know, <laughs> Dean is the ass. You know what I mean? For all I know, like, Dean is the problem because I have done nothing to investigate. But I... Because... I'm a part of the network, yeah. the association. I just took, like, oh, Dean says he's an asshole. Dean's on the right. Fuck, he must this. Be an fuck, asshole. fuck, Toronto, yeah. Mike. And I have no idea who the guy is. I've never listened to an episode. I didn't realize he had 11,000 Twitter followers. I was like, good for him. You know what yeah, I mean? For a guy I've never heard
1: of. For, like, for, 20 years on twitter but yeah yeah but i'm like good for him
0: i've never heard of you and you've you've got a lot good for you 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 know and he gets some guests on his show that are fucking you know meaningful not meaningful but their names you know what i mean so but what i'm getting at is i we get suckered into it on a smaller level you Mm know what i mean i'm ready to go after this fucking guy and like (laughs) i said for all i know dean is the problem
1: you know what i mean yes and technically it's not even a dean issue it's just dean was sticking up for somebody else at the same time yeah. and uh like just uh, to tell you the gods on truth, i don't even know the entire story uh, i just know what what's been said about our show and it's like i'm i'm mad, i'm more mad about that now it's yeah. got nothing now it's on principle it's not even about the whatever the the, the issue is so i, I don't even I don't even care to 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 get into it, and uh, Dean doesn't want to. It's Locklin keeps. No, I know it. it's Lachlan keeps no. bringing it up because is- Lachlan likes <laughs> to stir the
0: pot. Right? Like he's facing, so right?
1: funny when it comes to shit like that.
0: But what I'm all I'm getting at is is we're all susceptible to the gang mentality. Like I yeah. was, that was a very unimportant example, though. Of I'm a part of the Dean Blundell network. I must go after Toronto Mike. You I'm know what I mean? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or someone talks some shit to. Uh, um uh i don't even know the guy's name this is how fucking sad it is to uh nerd dad you oh I mean? joe like, yeah. joe i didn't okay now i know his name is joe you know what cool. i mean like it's when yeah. someone said something i was like yo buddy fuck you like this is my boy i see that was, one's okay
1: that but, one's okay because yes is it the is. sweetest man in the world probably and never say anything wrong about anybody so anybody but, that's given him shit deserves shit
0: but we've had five interactions on twitter and i'm like that's <laughs> my boy don't fuck that's with me. my boy we've never <laughs> spoken you know what i mean we've never dm'd we've never done anything but he's got at d blundell or d uh, d blundell net on his fucking profile i'm like yeah, yeah. brother let's yeah fucking, so i got like you back gang,
1: it's like a gang affiliation yeah. like we wear colors i got you back dog i got you back <laughs> God, <that's> so funny <laughs> well, well you know i don't know
0: i'm just saying we're all susceptible, uh, we're all susceptible to it in some some fashion i agree and and i think that you know We have our fun or whatnot, but I'm this crew here, the Blundell crew, all of that. We're all pretty rational thinkers on the uh, sort like, and when we get deep, I think sometimes you know, like the fight over Gronk, the mic gets in front of us, and we can get ourselves carried away. And and I always say like, I am who I am on air, who I am off air, but Mm -hmm. it's just it's amplified on air. You know what I mean? I also understand that. Mike and I have conversations where I'm like, yeah, dude, you know, like we gotta, like, that's boring. No one's gonna listen to me if I'm talking in a monotone. Well, you gotta amplify it a bit, yeah, it has to well, be. You, have have yeah, you gotta laugh you have to too. Some we, it. we,
3: yeah. yeah, what who was who was it? Uh, I can't even remember his name. Thought I was getting like actually victimized, like on air. Oh, like, yeah, that-
0: so Mike texts me, uh, because I oh, called, shit. so we're on a we we used to do this hangout on Friday nights for our Patreon crew, so our, we could bring them on, yeah. and Mike and mike and i was just one of those nights that we're just fucking nipping at each other having fun talking shit mm-hmm. and mike said something to me and i was like hey i'm like you're just the help you know what i mean like this is like i'm the fucking talent you're just the help <laughs> well dude someone reached out to mike and like you don't have to take that shit from him he's just a fucking bully and blah blah blah, blah. and like oh, like they don't understand like i would never say that to mike if we're on the phone with each other that's a complete we're on air Yeah, we have personas. I'm the asshole of the show. You know what I mean? Like Mike is the pessimist. Like we have our characters that we play. It's us in real life. Like I'm a dick in real life. Mike's a (laughs) pessimist in real life, but we, we we amplify it when you come Obviously. on because that's who we are right yeah well, people people take this shit serious
1: right like Believe i said me, like, we see it too we know oh yeah and you guys
0: talk about serious shit well, this, this is the most is we- serious fucking conversation we've ever had since 2017 on this show <laughs> yeah. is well, what's this happened, is-
1: happened the last two hours this is why my wife is is starting that 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 roundup show is because we found that that entire block of um viewers that show up every single day you've seen the chats right it's hey, yeah. always the same folks that show up and and support us and they do like we did the 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 fundraising for ukraine for alex they donated the shit out of it was like all them that drove that kind of stuff so we said we're going to give them a space where she's going to bring some people in every once in a while so they can get it like a, a glimpse of how this kind of stuff works and how yeah you know what this isn't it's just like you say, it's, it's a show. Like these are like, we're talking about things, but when we turn the mic off and the cameras are off, it's, we're not out screaming about, you know, how much we, we, we hate Pierre Polivet in the street. We're not, yeah. we're not going to protests. We're not rallying troops mm-hmm. and it's, we're talking about it. We're just having conversations and you're watching and you're, and you're a part of it and the interaction is fucking amazing, you know? like And, and so we we want to try and expand on that just to try and, Give know, them a space. A bit brilliant. of a spaceport. Yeah. No, it's so well, uh, yeah. R- Rookie's working on some some graphics and some audio and stuff. She's got a, a breakdown. We're cool. gonna have guys from from the show that'll join her every once in a while. Like if say like it's a say it's a Lockwind heavy week, maybe Lock can jump in. Uh, we'll bring people in from the network. You, anybody else? Yeah. You know, like people that are, are to, to to come. And oh yeah, Scott. I've been so,
0: great for your guys' ratings.
1: We love. We love you. Love rate. me, but I do. Uh,
0: the ratings, Mike. It's it's actually disgusting. Oh, it's
1: funny how I, it's funny I've, what happens. Just like tank. I'm
0: sitting, I'm sitting in the waiting room. There's like 140 live viewers, right? Like, blah, 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 blah. Dean's like, all right, let's bring on Ray Route. It drops to like 60. I mean, don't immediately like sports.
1: we've and we've and we've done it we've we've we do it we laugh about it every time we're like we don't care if you leave what well, we're still talking about sports right now well it's really it's weird
0: because <laughs> we're going through this with our ass the expert stuff right now you know what i yeah. mean it's not just you when matt came on last week it drops people like oh you're done talking about sports we're going and right mike and i are trying to evolve the show of like you know what we're we're not we're, we don't just talk about fucking
3: and it's like donkeys. Yeah, you don't want to be Well, oh, that's like people hate when I'm on in general. They're just like get him off the camera, right? What is he doing? Oh, well, Mike has
0: Mike has a, Mike as a <laughs> hater who messages me fucking daily that he's not going to watch until I fire Mike.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh but no, but like the the whole thing is is when when we go through the whole thing uh, where the fuck was I going with this now?
1: I don't know the whole thing you said. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck were we just talking about? I just totally were talking lost about it. the engagement when we were oh, on there. We
0: so, talked. but you were just like, "Hey, you know, we're not getting off air screaming about fucking Pierre. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we're like this and that. We're like, Mike and I get off air after screaming about Gronkowski, and we start talking about gun control. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, off air, we start having, like, real fucking real conversation. conversations. We had, last Monday was like, fuck, when I told them that we're on the, I like, we had this whole, like, text message back and forth. People think we're t- we're talking about the Patriots. Uh, th- let's put it this way. Our conversation ended with me tweeting fuck, that was some heavy shit for a Monday afternoon, eh? Because <laughs> we're talking about Brinks of Civil War. Like, we have some serious heavy fucking conversations off there. I'm like, yeah. but people, like, have this illusion that it's like Mike and all we do is fucking write each other about football all day. And I'm like, no, we,
3: <laughs> we talk about a lot of shit.
0: <laughs>
4: you know what I mean? Well, I mean?
3: Yeah, I literally said, like, let's talk almost no football today or or no Gronk. It's it's I'm because I'm in the same place he is for the offseason. I'm like, that's yeah. no, like...
1: Yeah, try yeah, try touch on some things, big news maybe, like like like, you know, I I yeah. get that cuz we you only just, do burn this out.
0: We only do this once a week now. My new job has fucking just taken all my time away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We do this once a week. And I said to Mike, it's not fucking fun. That was our conversation. I'm like, this isn't fucking fun anymore. And I always said I'd stop doing
1: it when it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. Yeah. So I'm
0: like, let's bring on the Ryans. I want to bring on Lachlan one day to talk about. Yeah, actually, fucking... I was going
1: to suggest him. Yeah, for sure. I want,
0: I want to bring, we've had Dean on talking about yeah. like being a sports guy, but I want to bring on Lachlan, who's just been a rock guy his whole career. Like talk yeah. to him. What's it like being on with two sports guys or three sports guys? Like, are you looking at mm-hmm. us going, fuck you? Like, uh, we brought. Dude, we brought in a fucking guy. I always watch watching, Matt. We love you, but we did a twenty-minute segment on Magic the Gathering last week. You know what I mean? Like the card wow. game, and we brought this guy on to fucking explain Magic the Gathering to us. And I didn't get it. Mike got it. You know what I've I mean? Like, I, it. I, oh, it's I'm a like, little it's more a, of a nerd than it's than like rated. a Pokemon. It was pre. It was like a Pokemon, but it's like warlocks. Anyways, I'm out. He was explaining it, but <laughs> we're trying to bring on new guests <laughs> every week to talk about. I yeah. I was having a tough time asking the question. I was Mike. Mike saved me with questions because I got lost. I just got lost. I had no well, that's idea. Why you have where somebody we like
1: Mike, right? Like, and that's 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 why these kind yeah. of things work really well when it comes. And you're right. You get burnt out. Like us with the COVID stuff. We got so burnt on COVID and talking and bringing experts on and talking to you and it was always just the same shit over and over and, uh, over again. and
0: i i got sick of hearing you guys be, to be honest talking about COVID. yeah you know what i mean no, it's I, like I, you put on yeah. the show and i'd literally be like and mike watches you guys too like i brought up some mm. of my audience over to you and you guys have brought audience to me i know danielle watches some of your chat i know i see them in, in my chat i mean yeah, you know i know we've come over but it's like i know i we i'd click on every day and be like all right what COVID fucking article are they upset about today? <laughs> you know what, I mean? what what did, I, I, and I, it was always a theme. I'm like, at first I'm like, all right, what did Chris Skye do today? Or, you know I mean?
1: Well, we and had his funeral on uh, New Year's Eve. Yes. And uh, yes. yeah, he hasn't really done much since. So we don't, no. that one kind of burned itself out. Yeah, now, but I, yeah. we're going to be convoy heavy, obviously, running yes. out to Canada Day, of course, right? Because that's just, it's news, and we like shitting on those people. So, yeah. that's what it's going to be for that. But we will burn out on that as well. Like, I was writing. I wrote so many things about the first one that I had an incredible scoop on something. It was like a break, and I gave it away. I'm like, somebody else write it. I don't wanna fucking do this anymore. And I and yeah. I gave I gave I gave it away. I said, You guys want it? Run with it. I'm done. <laughs> I, just, I can't do this anymore. I wanna write a recipe about a burger. <laughs> you know, like
0: Something no i
4: get funny. it that's
0: that's yeah. and that's where i am right now like i haven't fucking blogged on the website in like two weeks because i'm like mm. what the fuck do i write hey it's still not football season <laughs> You know <what> I mean? <laughs> like i've got nothing constructive to write, and my time is so limited like i'm not watching the blue jays i'm watching the blue jays in 30 so i don't really have
1: your draft real, your real draft insight. show was great by the way i did well i did catch some of that and that was fucking hilarious you guys were great on that
0: that was a long night
1: yeah, <laughs> that was, it was uh, great though that was and that's what made it so good was you could tell that you knew it was a long night <laughs> oh,
0: well, I, mike had never experienced it i warned him i said it's a fucking bad night i go yeah. it never
1: ends oh it was great
0: and uh yeah i was still so, yeah so you night. get
1: those few and far between in the off season and it's 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 tough You're, it's because it, it is we're con- like we're content people and yeah. we're just always mining for content right and it, even just the, even the footwork to get that sometimes is, it gets to you and you're like, fuck. Well, no. I reached
0: out to a couple of sources I have and I was like, Hey, I'm like anything to talk about. And the answer back was no. And I'm just <laughs> like, fuck, fuck,
1: If the sources don't have anything, then what the fuck are you going to do? Right? Yeah. And I get it. And it's discouraging. And it's like, what do I do? And that's why this was great. Like, I loved this. This was a, a great, a great, uh, um 20 minute interview that we did here and yeah and... thank you so much for giving
0: us that 20 minutes <laughs> at eight o'clock from eight to eight twenty really appreciate it this is gonna take fucking hours to fucking to render now yep. get on to the oh Brian I'm beyond editing now it just goes out it just
1: like goes this. yeah that's what we do the same thing just yeah. so you know you guys know like except this week Lachlan Lachlan slipped up twice and said some shit he shouldn't have said and we had to cut a few things out but um yeah. shocking otherwise shocking we <laughs>
0: He literally there,
1: talked to somebody like without even realizing it. It was so funny. He
0: he just says things someday. What I love about Lachlan.
1: He's my favorite. He is my yes. favorite on that show. And, and I you, love Dean like a brother, but Lachlan is my favorite person well, on the show.
0: You can see when Locke is purposely stirring the pot. Yeah. And then you can see when he doesn't realize he needs to stop talking.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: And then he goes down the rabbit hole, and you guys are trying to stop him. And I my favorite moment is when you two just like you and Dean are there and you both just collectively give up and you're just like, yep. let him go. let, it, like, let, it go. let him go." Good.
1: <laughs> My favorite is when he's we, him and I are, we argue the most, right? Yeah. We, uh, and it's not usually, it's not our, I shouldn't say argue. We disagree on some things and he'll go off on a diatribe for, you know, whatever uh, his point is. And this just happened to somebody just retweeted it actually today was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was uh, we, you know, we, I saw the clips and it was a clip of Lachlan goes on and on and on. And I went to, to explain it like something to him. like, Oh, well, this is why that's that hat. And he literally just walked away. I <laughs> got a piss, and he walked away and <laughs> Dean, you should, Dean fell apart. Like, he's like, this is the funny." Thing. So, like, so I went on with the explanation. I said, maybe Locke will watch later. It'll be, he can, it'll be great. He can learn something, but he's my favorite. I, I love him. We talk a lot mm-hmm. off the air um, and we talk about broadcast stuff and, he, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's a great guy to, 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 to converse with. And I think, I think for these segments that you're doing, Lachlan, you'll have him on for Christ twice as long as I've been here. So. Oh yeah. Well,
0: this has been, this has been a blast. I know at some point I have to wrap this up.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to, but I have to Neither wrap this up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no,
0: it's, uh, no, he's, uh, yeah, no, you guys, you guys are all a blast. Um, I'm going to ask a question. This might get me in trouble. You in trouble. I don't know, but I got to oh, ask. Is everything good with Bonzi? Like I never see go. him on the show
1: with you guys. Is he good? You, you didn't hear? No. Oh my god. What? Happened? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I am i can not talk about it.
0: Oh no, yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. Okay. Yeah, you probably. No,
3: I didn't
1: hear nothing. You. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> now not you're <laughs> off the <laughs> network. I was just fucking with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, there's nothing going on. Bonzi's living up uh, in northern Ontario. He's working at a golf course. Uh, but like, he's
0: never on the show it's with you guys anymore.
1: He's got no time, he, he's barely doing his show, and okay. he's got no, he's got, yeah, no, he's got the sweet gig. It's like some really fancy, fucking, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but you you know it to hear it. And it's, he's got a sweet gig, like he's like the bar and restaurant manager or whatever the hell it is up there. He's got a, he's, they gave him a place to stay. Oh, we talk like him. we still DM with him and talk to him all the time, but he's yeah no he's doing really really well, doing really really well up there, loving doing it. So yeah, no he's having. I don't time. I don't like
0: the joke though. I thought I was I thought there was some serious juice there. I was like oh, yes, sorry.
1: dirt. <laughs> I love fucking gossip. <laughs> I was actually gonna leave it hanging there and let it go and let you just like.
0: Uh, Honestly, I was just getting to the point of like, we'll talk off air. I'm like, and then I would have
1: answered your DMs, and you'd have been like, "What the fuck is going on? When
0: the fuck you want to let you leave here?" I would have just been like, "Don't go." (laughs) 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 I just want to click end Uh, broadcast and be like, "Don't leave, Mike. Go." Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. No. So uh, no, he's good. Everything's everything's great there. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Any yeah. other? Any other? Uh, any other things you want to try and uh, break open while I'm here? Gotta, I don't uh, get, think so. I go? mean,
0: you guys are pretty much a fucking. <laughs> oh, <can't> open, <laughs> you guys are a fucking open book. So I think we you know. Kind of are. Everything guys, gets
1: aired. Air, everything gets aired out on the air, and that's I think a key to the, the chemistry as well. Uh, it's just you know this just as well as I do, and when you have sure. tension with somebody off the air and you put them on the air and you get yep. it out on the air, it's way better than it is when it's off the air.
0: I cannot stress this enough, guys. It's back in the in the archives on the Dean Blundell, on his YouTube page, or on the network. I have no idea what the episode's called. you got to search for it. Mm-hmm. But you have to find the episode when the panel, Bonzi, was staying at Ryan's house. And the panel chose to dissect everything wrong with Bonzi's life while he wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) publicly aired all of the dirty laundry (laughs) and ryan suddenly coming in on what you could tell was his cell phone to basically let everybody know that they're fucked yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's and, exactly
1: what it was. I just I wasn't even yeah. on the show that day, and nope, I, I had to race home and like get on the phone and be like, guys, shut up. <laughs> yep, yeah. and then and then
0: the next day or the day after is the confrontation, and you get to watch Dean pretend like oh, I didn't even say anything. It was
1: all... it was the best <laughs> two like two part episodes yeah. that we've done it like in a long time, and and it was it was. Designed a little bit that way. Yeah, I want to say it was um,
0: midwinter, uh, but yeah. you got try to find it, guys. It's just it comes <laughs> out of nowhere. Just so you know, it's not like it's like find the one. There's the title. Of the one is like the the confrontation with Bonzi. So it's mm-hmm. it's two or three episodes before that. They're not talking about Bonzi. They're talking about something totally different. And Lachlan goes, "Well, it's like Bonzi," and then they just go. But yeah. he's not on air with them, and that's what <laughs> made it. That's what made it. Just beautiful.
1: Yeah, the trouble with somebody that's not there to defend themselves at all, and literally just dissected his life. <laughs> oh, god, oh
0: my god! Ryan, thanks for giving me fifteen to twenty minutes, man. I
3: appreciate it. Uh, we really, should, we should hang
1: out longer next time. This was uh, should, this was a lot. I love of how
3: the Christmas lights in his room have gotten brighter and brighter.
1: Because I'm in the yeah, I'm in the garage, and it's actually gotten dark out. I had, I I know, had it I for daylight, and it's yes. now it's dark. It's almost tomorrow. Yeah, so we're usually done at eight
0: thirty. And so this is really we've we've gone way beyond what we do. On I, love I love it. I love it. I, I, had a, I had
1: a blast with you guys. You guys are uh, you guys are one of my favorite podcasts. I mean that. And uh, and I'm hey, not even sir. that big of a football guy, but the the personalities you guys have on the show are incredible. You guys have a really good chemistry. It's really really fun to watch. So
0: we appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. We appreciate you. Find them on uh, pretty regularly on the Dean Blundell show. Uh, follow them on Twitter at Ryan Lindley if you want to fuck with them another way. Just fuck with the at Dean Blundell network. Twitter page because he'll be the one responding to you. You're he not does. fighting with Dean.
1: <laughs> Half the time when you're on Dean's actual blue check mark, that's you're, me too.
0: you're not even fighting with him. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's me yeah. As well, so. yeah, uh, Ryan, we really appreciate you. Uh, so I guess Ashley, is it going to be Sheeple Shepherd that's doing the roundup or is it going to be mm-hmm. a Dean Blundell? No, it'll be a roundup? Dean
1: Blundell uh production. Um, is Sheeple
0: just... Shepherd dead? Is it gone?
1: Because no, I just did it's it. Just, it's, I don't have time and. If we, actually, if we did kill it, you'd be the last guest. So maybe that'd be cool. Because yeah, be then,
0: then you could say, fuck, we had the podcast we brought on Ray, and now it's dead. And now it's dead. <laughs> that's <laughs> how I would set it
1: up. No, no, we uh we <laughs> it's just it's time, and that that's the only thing about it is uh is, is time because we do a lot of prep for that show. Um yeah. a lot you, of the stuff that we do is pretty deep diving into different things, and then when I'm doing Dean stuff and I'm doing you know. Like I do a lot of the back end stuff for the the Dean Dundell yeah. show as well. It's hard to 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 parse your time off, and then and then get yelled at for not. Why haven't you put anything up with the blog? You know, oh, I have got to write too. Okay, now let me get that done. So, you know, um, when we have something now, it's one of those like if it, if it's something big, we'll talk about it. Like I have a feeling there'll be one about made coming up soon. Yeah, I'm sure, that's going to be a, a topic uh, of conversation. Uh, The last one that we did with you was a really good one, and that was something that hit really close to home for everybody, so we wanted to make sure we got to talk about that. So,
0: And I will throw out there that when you guys invited me on, I didn't know what direction we were going because I had my thoughts on it, as you knew, and and I pulled my research. I kind of fought the research that you guys had um however not only did i enjoy being on the show and i want people to go watch it you taught us
1: a lot of things on that show and that's what we wanted you there for so
0: you guys were educated i've done these type of shows before where people bring me on for what i actually do for a living and they're not fucking educated on what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah you guys you could you guys did your research like you did your shit and that's i appreciated that because you didn't waste my time yeah, you know and I
1: mean? I, we 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 do, that's one thing we don't like doing. Um, we were never guest driven. We were always just the two of us, and then we started bringing guests. It gets really intimidating because you don't want to, like you say, you don't want to waste anybody's time. So this brings it back to that conversation about that. Sorry, I'm not. I'm, I, I promise, we'll leave after this. Uh, <laughs> that, that conspiracy theory guy and Dean and I had a, yeah. a chat off air. While it was really good, it was it was it was awkward, but good awkward for for the show we talked afterwards and, and i said i felt bad just because and he goes i know exactly what you're going to say because i was going to say the same thing to you they're a guest and they're giving up their time to be with us and i said I, exactly i said so i feel like a bit of a dick but at the same time you got to call a spade a spade right so
0: well however i've been on this show where i've told the guests this will be the last time you're on here and it's not a joke and mm-hmm. i say it publicly i appreciate you giving up your time today but you're a fucking idiot you know what I mean, like, and you can't come back. Thanks. No, not not you. You can come back anytime. <laughs> we but should. Let's close ha- it that way. it would
1: be
2: great.
0: <laughs> Mike has seen that though. There are people who are not invited back on this show, and they never will be again, mm-hmm. because I felt they wasted my time by yep. being a guest where I could have filled it in with a you. Or uh, Lachlan, where somebody, they came yeah. on and I'm like, you're a fucking, you just wasted every minute of my time being here and you're an asshole. Fuck you. You're not entertaining and you're stupid. Thanks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're just confrontational and, and while yeah. confrontation is very good uh, for, for, for broadcasts, it has to be respectful and it has to be, you know, it can't just be one sided. So you're right. I I, I totally understand that.
0: Well, Ryan, I point. totally, totally appreciate this. We have to do this again, and uh, sure. maybe one day we can actually do it in person. We cannot, like you know.
1: And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. I, I wish you would have came with us when we went to the Jays game. Actually, when we did that, you totally should have been a part of that. Nah, um, I wasn't invited. It was a well, it was, it was a very. <laughs> you'll get to know that a lot of things are very last minute around here, uh, including next week. By the way. We're live at Glen Abbey for the um, Joe Carter Classic next week. Oh, I no found shit. Out, I found out about it yesterday. <laughs> Maybe I should tell my boss I need the day off. I don't know. I, we talked about it a few months ago with with Rod Black. And Blackie said, yeah, well, absolutely. You know, you guys can come. But then we never talked about it. And then <laughs> Rod Black was on yesterday and started talking about us being there next week. So I said to Rookie, I'm like, are we going? Oh, yeah. I'm like. Oh, thanks for letting us all know fantastic so, yeah we'll be at the joe carter classic next week uh folks at the dean lundell show uh check us out on youtube uh slash dean and uh we're gonna have a lot of fun a lot of celebs come to that it's gonna be really really cool we're hoping to snag some good interviews so right.
0: wicked i'll be trolling in the comment section okay. as always ryan thanks a lot buddy appreciate Love it you,
3: take it easy see you, mike see ya thank you take, take care
1: i don't know how to get out of here so you're gonna i'll see.
0: get you out of here that was fun that was awesome that was, was awesome. good. Yeah. That was, uh, that went way longer than I thought, but that was just, fucking amazing. Just a little, just a little bit. Uh, Ryan, I think you just click leave. I think there's a leave button somewhere. You can just X <laughs> the window. <laughs> All right. I think it's time to put the music on. Guys, thanks for to the 11 of you that stuck around to the end there's people that fucking came on here that were like what the fuck is going first of all it's 10 o'clock people know i'm in bed by this time Secondly, he's not asleep he's in bed though we haven't talked about football since like seven fifty-five, 55 which is phenomenal guys thanks a lot the dear passage podcast in association raybrow.com Dean blendell network sponsored by the news break app download that newsbreak app links in the description I told you full transparency you download the app with that link i get a kickback it all works mikey as always i appreciate you grab your merch merch store link in the description we'll be back next wednesday um no friday hangout everybody knows we are shutting down the patreon uh, content mike and i will be here on wednesdays hope you guys are enjoying my old school car micro content I'm trying to put out for you appreciate you appreciate Ryan Lindley for coming on for uh, two hours for the 20 minute interview 30 minutes 20 minutes. and uh, appreciate our boy Mario as always for coming on follow him at hashtag 2.0 go check out the YouTube page uh, hashtag sports for those of you listening to the podcast uh, this is probably like I thank you for listening to the end because I wouldn't have yeah if you're uh, here you're the best yeah. We appreciate y'all. With that being said, never forget. Ah, fuck, Mike, you say it. You're all legit, kid.